All characters and fence based in this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated. Poorly. The following program contains coarse language, and due to its content, it should not be listened to by anyone. TV fourteen. I'm if sorry. If there was a if there was a pot bellied elephant, you would want one. Yes, 100%. it would be adorable. <laughs> yes. So it is a good idea. It kind of you know it actually reminds me of Aladdin. I think when he holds the elephant, like the, like I I'm picturing it would be like that size in your hand. Yeah. Like at the you know the the bad Aladdin that you always say mm-hmm. is bad. That one where he's like holding the elephant. I say there's a... Wait, what Aladdin do I say is bad? The third one. Oh, he is holding an elephant. Yeah. He, he, he shoots, uses the trunk yeah, to, like, push and then, air. And, and then he turns it the other way, and he's like, oh, I don't oh, I don't want to use that end. Yeah, yeah. right. That's, the, That's joke. the joke. And then he sits it down because it's, like, out of air, and it's, like, right. winded. That's right. But, like, that's the size I'm expecting out of this cute uh-huh. little pig, like, pig yeah. elephant. A house um, elephant. Horrible hybrid monstrosity that they're trying to do here. <laughs> If they pulled it off, it would have been worth it. Yeah, but they went about it the entirely the wrong way. (laughs) That's your opinion. That is my opinion. Hello, everybody. I'm Kevin. And I'm Rachel. And this is Shelf Life, a podcast where a brother and sister team put Worcestershire sauce on everything and also go through pop culture one subject at a time through all types of genres, be that TV, movie, comic book book wrestling sport sports entertainment etc 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 and today we continue our path in volume three of shelf life we actually have are continuing something that we were doing in volume two rachel what is our continuation of the shelf today today we will be looking at season one but it's like in the middle of season one or is it season like the one middle. Like... we're in the middle so we are, are are looking at season one of South Park once again. Yes. So we are back in South Park, Colorado. We are going through the episodes one by one. We did the first four episodes back in volume two of Shelf Life. So go check out the back catalog for that. A lot of fun discussions. Some righteous anger from Rachel during Big Ale's Big Gay Boat Ride, of course. <laughs> and today... However, we are continuing with episode five of South Park. Rachel, what is it called? <laughs> I just want—I just want you. To know. I don't know. <clears throat> An elephant makes love to a pig. Yes. This is what I mean by they went about it in the <laughs> wrong way. All right. So the original title for this episode was there a different title uh, well according to matt and trey and i don't know if they were joking i don't i feel like they actually submitted it this way the Mm. original title was called an elephant fucks a pig no because no if an elephant (laughs) were to lay on top of a pig it wouldn't be making love to it it would be fucking it well, I'm sorry, but an elephant would have just killed the pig. It wouldn't have even worked, so... Well, that's what's funny about this, is that Fluffy, the pot-bellied so pig... tiny. Is, is it's like a teacup cute. pig. I don't even know if it's a pot-bellied pig. It is like a tiny teacup pig, which I guess <laughs> and, is a pot belly, but, you know, teeny tiny, because you don't feed it too adorable. much. 
and very adorable. But they also made that the female, and the yeah, elephant is the, the male. Joke. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think if you flipped it, maybe you could make something work. Could you? I think I it mean, has that's... to be done in test tubes anyways. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> very clearly, very, very, very clearly. Yeah. So obviously we're getting into the very silly side of South Park with this episode. Silly. Vulgar. I, I think so. <laughs> Vulgar silliness. I think it also has to be like a pun, because Shop says it later, of it being an elephant and a pig. Because those could be ways that you, you could describe like a person too. So, like, oh, yeah, an that's makes true. Love to a pig. Right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I, I feel so. like nowadays, if they made this episode, it would have been an elephant and a donkey, and they would have made it political. I could also see that. I could also see that. Yeah. So the re, re, re well, first, Rachel, what is the what? What's the synopsis of what happens in an elephant makes love to a pig? Uh, Kyle has an elephant, and mm-hmm. Cartman has a pig. That's right. And they talk about they want to have a a pig-sized elephant so it could be in the house. That's right. And so scientific shenanigans happen? Yeah. yeah. Scientific shenanigans. Okay. That, that's fair. <laughs> and it's uh, for, like, the science fair, too. It's cool because, you know, Garrison's just an awful teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's kind of the worst teacher. He, he's he just may an awful be, human being, but, you know, we'll get to all of be, that. He may be screen's worst cinematic teacher we'll have to to find that out oh i'm curious now yeah what who is the worst teacher (laughs) yeah folks at home let us know like your your top five worst teachers yeah that's an interesting question because there's gotta be i have to like miss frizzle a worst teacher no 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 because you said top see this is don't confuse me okay (laughs) you said top i guess i want the top five and the bottom five but I'm That's thinking like Miss Honey, Ms. Frizzle, top, right? Okay. This will, this will be another shelf life. This is going to be a bonus asking. episode where Rachel starts going through the top <laughs> teachers of film and screen. You putting Dumbledore right? on there, or, or I, is he in danger? Dumbledore would be the, on the, the other kids? side. He's also he's also like in the administration more so than a mm. teacher at this point. That's I mean, true. I he's I, more I, we don't of know a what principal. he's like as a teacher. Krabappel. Oh, the recess ones. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting thoughts about a krabappel. That's a good one to also think about. Oh, we're going to have yeah. to get a list of teachers. This is, this is a real thing now we're going to have to I do. I like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this episode debuted at the beginning of school year. This episode debuted on September 10th, 1997. Directed by Trey Parker. Written by Parker Stone and Dan Sterling. And exactly as Rachel said, it that, that is kind of what the story is about. The purpose for it, twofold, the idea for this came from, according to Trey and Matt. Matt was always obsessed with the idea of having a pot-bellied elephant because he thought it would just be really awesome to have an elephant that could run around your house and, like, you could have it as a pet. Right, yeah, I could see it. So I could see he it. Is, he's taking kind of the, the, the Kyle side of this with being the kid that wants that as a option this is also where you find out that like they want they wanted one of the kids to be smart so they had like kyle be like the smart one in the the okay and then the other side of the story with stan that comes from trey and trey says that his sister when he was growing up oh i forgot about that yeah 
three years older than him, and she would just beat the shit out of him all the time. I mean, that's kind of sad. <laughs> and he's, he says that she denies it, like, now, like, now that they're, now. like, adults. She's like, no, I didn't do that. No, I But, didn't. like, he's like, yeah, 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 you no, beat no, the no, shit out actually, of me constantly. You actually did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the commentary, like, one of the funny things he says is, like, yeah, by the time I, like, finally got to the point where I could defend myself, I was, like, you know, 26, 27, and then she stopped wanting to fight me. <laughs> uh, of course, of course he would say he was in the tw- his 20s. That's a thing, right? Rachel used to beat the shit out of him, try to beat the shit out of me. We wrestled uh, because of wrestling stuff, so we would we would try to do, like, pile drivers and ankle locks and stuff, but it wasn't, like, to hurt each other. No, but you would get mad at me a fair amount as the as the little sister and well, try to like yeah I was a pain in the ass. Rachel would call me Rachel's favorite thing to call me was a moron. She she really she loved calling me a moron. <laughs> yes, for some still reason. does but... because it was like it was the it was the <laughs> it's the perfect word for it. It was the strongest swear I was like allowed to say. <laughs> I think and because I could just call you it and it was like yeah. That's what's going to get him. I'm going to call him yep. a moron. That got me, all right. <laughs> That's what got me. I don't know. It did uh, make you mad a lot of the times. Well, because the hard part was I could tease you and shit being the older brother, but you just would get mad and call me a moron. And then just like, I don't know if you'd hit me. I can't remember being like hit. But I do I feel like you so. would just kind of like get mad and like storm off. You'd probably be Yeah, that sounds thing. about right. And then mom and dad would like roll their eyes at me, like, "Why would you do that?" And it's like, I'm just, I'm just making fun of her. What's the big deal? <laughs> but no, I don't think that we beat the crap out of each other. In that no, thing. not for like a black eye and like actually looking like <laughs> abuse. No. Let's get right into it. Let's get into man. I almost said man makes love to a pig. <laughs> I guess that I does mean... happen in this episode. <laughs> Well, elephant makes love to a pig. Spoiler so, alert. <laughs> we start at the bus stop. And as you said, Stan has a black eye for being beat up by his sister. I listened to the commentary for this one, too. And Trey and Matt, they're both mad at the way that the animation looks. And they're happy at the way the animation looks. They're like, look, the animation is getting better. They still are mad at how they block shots and stuff because they just haven't figured out how to do any of that late yet. They're learning. They're learning how right. to frame stuff. So. Uh, it, it is funny to cleaner. listen to that. You yeah, it looks cleaner. That. And the rest of the group is making fun of Stan because he's gotten beat up by his sister. And Cartman is doing it. Hey, never let women beat me up. <laughs> women try to beat me up. I tell her, hey, <laughs> get your ass back in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah, of course. Of course. The same, the same crap that guys are still using to this day. I would never let a woman kick my ass. If she tried anything, I'd be like, hey. You get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. My parents don't even believe that she beats me up. They think she's all innocent and sweet, but I know that she's an evil bitch. Be a man, Stan. Just say, hey, women, shut your mouth and make babies. Cartman's kind of the original, like, internet scumbag troll. troll. (laughs) Scummy dude troll. It's, It's hilarious to think that, like, there's people out there that don't realize that they're they're actually a scummy dude troll they're cartman you know what i mean is that a good insult to be like my god you are just cartman yeah it's an insult like clearly it's an insult you're just a cartman yeah we're gonna gonna make this happen so as they're having this conversation 
I like the pan because Stan goes, "Hey Kyle, what's with the elephant?" Yes, and it pans. He just has this pet elephant on a leash. Yep, and he's got it with him. So they explain that Kyle got this elephant mail ordered from Africa, <laughs> which yep. tells you that we are in the silly side of South Park where anything can happen and nothing has to make sense. They're just having fun with the world. Weird stuff. Yep, Ab- absurdity. Kyle can't keep him in the house because his mom says that he's too big. So they aren't quite sure what to do with this elephant. The bus comes and we get a special ed joke because they're trying to figure out how they can get the elephant on the bus. But Miss Crabtree is like, the elephant's too big. Because they try to say it's like a mentally, it's a new mentally challenged kid. Yeah. So you get a special, special, special bus? The special bus. Is that what it was called? Yeah. The small bus? What was it called? Small bus. Short bus? Short bus. Short bus? I mean, I you can tell I know that she calls it the special ed bus, but I she think calls it, it the was special the ed bus. But I, bus. yeah, if you were saying it as an insult, I think it was always called the short bus. Right. You can tell that it hasn't been used in twenty years because <laughs> no. you and I can't remember what, what you were even supposed to say. No. Because it doesn't even make sense to be an insult, and you're like, I'm like going, it's not really an insult. Like, I feel what do you like mean? I feel like there's a lot of areas too. I think our area did the short bus was, oh, yeah, not was reserved course... for special ed. No, it, it was, was kind just of if like there were as many any, kids look, on that route, special ed kids who might might need help getting into the the bus or getting to school, or like anybody who got left behind by accident was late yeah. to the bus. Like they would just get on that bus. Yeah, there was like, a late bus. There was yeah. a bus that would take you if you had like after school activities. Yeah, there was that a too. Small bus that would take you home too right there was a ton of that kind of stuff oh my god yeah so it never really worked but you know what they were trying to do which is interesting why how they said they did say special ed bus so they get on the elephant gets left behind they just leave him standing on the side of the road as they're getting on the bus cartman is like yeah, another, he's doing another, like, if, you know, if a woman, woman tried to me. tell me something. And I do love that Miss Crab, she's like, sit down and shut up. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, and just okay. sits down. Like, like, yeah. It, yeah, like, it's no, perfect. It's, he's all talk and nothing else. Like most of these trolls that are fucking idiots. Mr. Garrison is actually trying to teach something. Because he's surprise, actually surprise. talking them through <laughs> genetic engineering. And Kyle <laughs> asks him... Yep. Is it possible to make an elephant smaller? Because he's trying to get this elephant in the house. Right. <laughs> so I don't think he's actually thinking. He almost wants to think like, can you shrink something? I think that's more so what he wants is to be able to shrink his current pet into a right. smaller size. Right. Because I feel like, I mean, we did this with dogs where you like can make dogs smaller Designer or bigger. Dogs designer mm-hmm. dogs which are terrible things for the a lot some are some are sometimes yeah. they do it so that they can help their genetics though right 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 yeah like some of like these that have pugs been aren't allowed to have small noses have those small anymore noses, they have yeah. to be a certain length otherwise you get in trouble for breeding in them a certain way right right or i think like uh some of the dogs that have a lot of joint problems they like mm-hmm. will breed them with dogs that historically don't so that right that kind so of they're helps. really trying to help them have yeah. like less diseases and cancers and all of that kind of stuff but no there are really bad designer dogs out there too that are just like you're just hurting this animal at this point right <laughs> well they, they did that with like horses and stuff too like don't they like try to find they'll either try to find like small or big horses or something like if they want to like make a mini horse i think like so. that's how mini horses came about like right they just kept breeding the smallest horses of the litters or whatever and 
I feel like that's how it came about. Like, I, I feel don't like know the horses one. <laughs> I feel like if you took like hundreds of years and you kept breeding the smallest elephants, you could get one down to a manageable size. Probably. <laughs> but is that also hurting the species? I'm sure it would be like really fucked up. Like it would be right. really terrible. But it might be doable. I'm sure there's someone. There's a billionaire oh, of course somewhere there is. that is trying to make a pot-bellied elephant. Yeah. I guarantee it. Oh yeah. And if that's, that what, that's what Elon Musk has taken to the Mars with him is like a tiny little elephant. Pit. I was about to say, if that billionaire wants to <laughs> sponsor the show, we'll help you get there. We'll we'll spread propaganda about pot-bellied elephants being a good idea. It's a great idea. <laughs> Nothing could possibly possibly go wrong. Possibly, possibly go wrong. Go wrong. <laughs> There's another group in the class, like another group of boys, that says that they could clone a human before Kyle was able to get a pot-bellied elephant. Garrison says they might want to go to the genetic engineering lab and they could make the whole thing about the science fair. It could Mm -hmm. be this whole thing where Kyle and friends are trying to make pot-bellied elephant and And they- Bully kid? Like, what is his name? His name is Terrence. Oh, he's Terrence. So they they obviously repurpose Terrence for Terrence and Philip in the next episode, but they just call him Terrence in this. I don't think he ever comes back. His friends are the hustle guy. Yeah, that's uh, all they do the entire time. Yeah. The entire time. They're those guys. They're the little lackeys in the background that just repeat everything and then call everything gay. Yeah. It's literally what they're there for. Well, I like that they're just so stupidly pointless in the background. Oh, it's great. kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Kyle says they'll use Cartman's pig fluffy and cartman is against this because well, he's, he's like, very hey. protective i do think that fluffy <laughs> ends up in a few episodes like the pets oh, of potentially. south park are used here and there like sparky's in the background every once right. in a while yes i think he's in the back he's like in the front yard in one of the scenes coming up and fluffy i think is kind of similar mr garrison asks stan to stay behind He's actually because... doing a good thing here. Yes. Yeah, like if <laughs> I'm this was... very surprised with this fan. If, <laughs> if this was a legit... I mean, it is a legitimate issue. Sibling abuse, I feel like, is a legitimate issue. I would think that's all. That's still like a domestic issue. Yeah. Anyway, I don't... So... I, it's, it, it needs to be handled he just, He's saying it stupidly, yeah. Yeah. But he gives him some cocoa and he, he's like, Okay, Stanley, why don't you tell me... Why don't you tell Mr. Garrison what's wrong? And... He thinks that one of his parents is beating Stanley. Right. And and Stan is like, I'm getting hit at home. It's my sister. And the second that he finds out that it's his sister, he's like, okay, stop wasting my time. But he's, and give me my stop, cocoa back. No, and like... yeah. I think he says, stop wasting Mr. Hat's time. It's Mr. Hat's but, time. Yes, because yeah. Mr. Hat is the, is the counselor of Conduit, those meetings. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, it's obviously supposed to be like, not Stan, but Trey saying, you know, if he were to have told anybody that my sister beats me up all the time, nobody would care and everybody would call oh, him a, sure. a pussy. Oh, sure. Especially, like, the years he was a kid. It, I yeah, because it would have been the exactly 80s or whatever, is. yeah. Oh, right. It would definitely be just like a, well, that's just what they do. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Stand up for yourself. <laughs> like, knock it off. Right. You're the, you're the guy. Like, you yeah. shouldn't be getting beat up by a girl. You're three yeah. years younger. Yeah, and tiny because you haven't hit puberty or anything yet. Like, shut up, turd. Oh my god. The amount of <laughs> in this is awful. Yeah. So, the, thank you for. I'm yes, so we sorry, meet, everyone. We. No, you're going to do it the entire time. So we, I'm going to have to put like water in my mouth to get it to work. 
we go to the marshes and we meet Shelly. Shelly is Stan's older sister. She has, um, what do you call it? Metal a headset. Like the head. new bra- braces headset where it's like actually like a giant bar that goes around your face. It goes stuff. around your whole face. So it's like, yeah, she's like. Headgear. I've, head I've never. He- yeah, headgear. What did I say? Yeah, headset. Oh. Headgear. <laughs> yeah, headgear. But I've never had the headgear. I had braces, but not the headgear. I I don't even know if I knew anybody who's had headgear. I don't either. I feel like it went out of style. I don't think they have to use it as much. I, you know, in it's gotta I feel be like, like in extreme high, cases, right? I think in junior high, I might there might have been a kid or two who didn't have just a brace. There might have been like a metal contraption inside the mouth, but I don't know if it ever. Yeah, usually where it's like a little bit bigger, and then they have yeah. all those rubber bands everywhere. Yeah, just a and... ton of shit in there. But I yeah. don't remember if there was anything where it would be like you were wearing like a football helmet on your head. Right. I feel like that's like no longer existed when we if were. You kids. guys ever went through that where you had the headgear? Tell us about it, because I'm yeah. like just really curious. But that's what Shelly has is yeah. this like metal bar that goes around her head. Yeah, yeah. Folks at home, let us know. Folks, younger listeners that are listening to, especially to this episode, with permission from their parents, let us know if that's still a thing. Head, yeah, what are headgear. braces like nowadays? <laughs> or I guess like the yeah the Gen Zs, the folks that are a little younger than us that are listening. Like, it, was the was this a, a thing? Like, did you know any of this? Like, is that right. is that still a thing? Or is this the like older... a wait? I've never heard of these things before. Yeah, like, exactly. That's what I want like, know. what is this on your on these people's faces? Or the older listeners? Like, did you have it? Because oh, right. like we're saying we aren't sure if we remember anybody having it we're kind of in that middle <laughs> yeah invisalign is like the thing now and then They're like the, before the that was like the braces right i mean i had braces you had braces yeah. but we didn't have the headgear no so shelly beats the crap out of stan and of because thro- she she picks the fight yeah because she he like was... full-on just wants I... to take it out on him and i he's right she yeah. is literally just taking it out on him because she's yeah. pissed off about the headgear I could see though an older sibling doing that. It oh, yeah. makes sense because it's like, just. Are you like, looking at I my headgear? I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have anybody to do it to. I'm gonna beat up this little turd. Shut up, turds! Does she call him a turd? No. I don't know if she calls him a turd. No. She might not call him that that's the entire like his episode. Thing. But that, that's like the that's, thing though. He's yeah. the turd. Yeah, that's her. That's her catchphrase. Is calling them right. all turds. So she throws him around. She drops a TV on his head. She eventually throws with him out Jesus the window. <laughs> she was watching Jesus and Pails, which is interesting. <laughs> and throws him out the window, and the boys are there. With the pig. Because, with, with Fluffy, because they're going to go to the genetic engineering lab, and they're coming by to grab Stan. Right. Cartman does another rant about women, because Stan <laughs> clearly course. got beaten up. This time, Shelly's like, what did you say? Yep. And Cartman backs down again because he's like, or oh, he points at Kenny. He's like, because he, she yeah, says who, who said, said that. Yeah. And then he yeah. points at Kenny, of course. So Fluffy's with, she's a cute little pot belly pig. Oh, yeah. And they also have the elephant with them from the ranch. This is in the commentary where they talked about, like, they didn't understand how to shoot perspective yet, so they're all just standing in a line. They don't have, like, depth to them at any point. But I think that also is part of the charm of that, like, construction paper feel. Right. Yeah, where it's all, like, this is the layer, that's the layer. Right. As the boys argue, they're just getting to a normal arguing match where they're calling each other slurs and stuff like that. Of course, you know, as children do. They're just going back and forth. As they're doing that, they are met by Mephesto. 
Kind of sounds like a mob boss almost. Okay, so Mephesto is based. So he is the resident geneticist or genetic yeah. engineer. So he's mad kind scientist. Of a, look. Exactly. Yeah, he's a mad scientist. <laughs> he's based off of Marlon Brando. And he's okay. based off of Marlon Brando specifically from the island of Dr. Moreau. Okay. So, Rachel, I doubt you'd ever Never have seen it. this. No. No. We'll put it on the list because it's it's apparently one of, like, the worst movies ever made. But Ooh. I feel like it's one of the worst movies ever made because of what people know about the history behind the movie. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, this I could be an know... interesting episode then for us yeah, to do I later don't, on. I don't know if the movie will hold up to that standing or not, but apparently because Marlon Brando was insane, as we outlined in Superman, right. that... He had a lot of demands on set for the island of Dr. Moreau, and he was wearing in this in the movie. I think he wears this like Hawaiian moo moo, so that's why he's that's why Mephesto is wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It's why he has a little creature thing. Oh right, he does have a little him. creature, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, because in the movie there's Marlon Brando befriended the world's smallest man and insisted that he'd be in the movie with him. Just a lot of weirdness. So okay. that's Mephesto. He is a Marlon Brando-based character. Is that so? You're saying that's the movie with the with the little guy and the, like the weird. Is it an island? You said. Yeah. So okay, I think I know what movie you're talking. Is this the plane? The plane. No, that is Fantasy Island. Oh damn it! The the, the island of Doctor Moreau. <laughs> oh, I thought the, I had the, it. <laughs> island of Doctor Moreau is the story where they. It, it makes sense for this character to be an, a Doctor Moreau type. Because that story is about genetic engineering and DNA splicing. Because, like, it, he's taking human DNA and he's making people into, like, pig monsters and stuff. He's, like, okay. splicing animals into human DNA is what okay, Moreau... Then, it's about sure. eugenics. It's a eugenics metaphor. It's parodied also in Mini-Me. Mini-Me and Dr. Evil with the pianos. Yeah. In whatever. That's from oh, Island of okay. Dr. Moreau. Okay. Yeah, I kind of, I'm like I I know what you're talking about because because yeah. I've never seen it. It's like really hard to like. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never it seen back. it either. I think how did this get made? Covered it, but they mostly talk about the background stuff because of okay. like how crazy everything in the background is. So Mephisto tells the boys that their idea is brilliant. Giant elephant pigs. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's what he wants: is the giant, wants, not the small. Yeah, and they're like, no, no, no. We want to have. <laughs> we want to have elephants that are the size of pigs because then you could have like little pet elephants. And he right. he's like, okay, that idea is even better. So he takes them into the lab and you get to see some different splice stuff. Yes. Rachel, any anything that stood out to you in particular about the different genetic experiments that he was doing? Well, they were very interesting. Uh, are you talking about, like, the first set or the second set that he shows us? Either. What was your favorite of well, either like... of the sets? <laughs> <laughs> One thing, we know that he's got a... a, a, a he really likes butts. Yeah, he thing. has a multi-ass fetish. I, I, did, I did notice before the butts part was that he has this weird cane, and I thought it was balls, not butts. So I'm kind oh, of it glad is, it was a it butt, is a butt not a ball. Though, right? It is, it a, is butt. a butt. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a butt. Like, yeah. after the fact, I was like, okay, it's butt. It's not a, yeah. you know. I did like the one that Cartman points out, the fish. <laughs> the bunny fish. with rabbits, but they're actually yeah. just, you know, 
they have like rabbit ears like yeah they just have rabbit ears tied on and it's like okay well that's that makes you think like oh he's just this is all fake this isn't gonna like this is Mm. nothing Mm -hmm. but the rest of it they all have like a bunch of butts it's so weird (laughs) (laughs) there's a monkey with four asses yes a four-assed ostrich and a mongoose a rat spliced with a duck oh right yes yes a gorilla with a mosquito yeah Swiss cheese with chalk and a beard. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, the the beard cheese thing. Yeah. Beard cheese chalk, I think. Beard is cheese what chalk. Beard, beard yeah. cheese beard, beard chalk. Che- yeah, that's beard how we're going to... Beard cheese chalk, yeah. We're, we'll, uh, we'll warm up by saying beard cheese chalk from now on. <laughs> Trey said that during high school and stuff, he would doodle pictures of, like, animals spliced together so like that oh yeah sure. spliced with a mosquito and stuff I mean, like that that's that's actually a lot of the time in like an art class they'll have you do something like that too where you're like trying to put two things together and mm. like make something like that so i could see him just like wanting to put like weird animals and making like chimera characters and stuff but <laughs> mefesto tells them that unfortunately he never really i mean it doesn't make any sense other than to get to the next point because why why were you able to do these other animals but he tells them that elephant and pig DNA will not splice. Right. Which I think is supposed to be a lie. I think so, too. Except for then Chef tells them the same thing and gives them well, the same reason. Which is well, that Chef it's in a Loverboy song. Yes, but Chef is Chef, and I think that's just how he would think of stuff, right? Mm, that's true. I, I think he's lying just because, obviously, what happens is he takes Stan's blood at the same time and saying, oh, yeah, well, I can't do that. You guys have to leave. But thank you yeah. for your blood. I'd like some hair. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because he he leads them in coming, going, oh, yes, I would love to splice a, an elephant that's with true. a pig. Why would you bring them inside if you already knew what they wanted? Like, yeah. And you knew it wasn't going to work. That's true. That's fair. Yeah, so like you said, he takes he takes Stan's blood just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And then they all like run out because they're like, oh, he's like a mad scientist. He's crazy. Right. I love that. They're like, come on, Fluffy. And Fluffy like, <laughs> reek, reek, reeks out of there with them. It's very cute. <laughs> the next scene, they must have been short on time. So they okay. needed to add something because there's this scene with Pip. And... It, oh yeah. The animation is <laughs> totally different. It's clearly from the pilot when they actually were using construction paper because it's just it's so much worse. And you can tell it's so much worse. They did try to do the perspective though with the line. They did that they try. Were standing in. Yeah. Yeah, they did try and it made like the the shadows. So then after Pip comes by, we get Terrence and the that's guy guys and they've showed the boys <laughs> In, in, in another moment of absurdity that they've cloned a freestanding they, yep. foot. Yep. <laughs> it's and it moves foot. around on its own. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they got somewhere, at least. You know, they have a foot that moves. It's great. I kind of want to know if there would be a purpose to just having a foot that has I mean, a I guess if you own. think about it like thing. Yeah, that's from, what like, I was thinking. The Adams thinking. family, but like, what's uh-huh. the foot gonna do? Like, the hand at least is like a hand, and you know. It well, what's the hand stuff. gonna do? I guess. Well, what's it's the true. foot gonna do? Walk. Did you just do what the dog do? <laughs> no, I said what? Well, yeah, what? I mean, what's a foot gonna do? Walk, I guess. Yeah, just gonna walk. You know, it kicks things. It's it's good for kicking. <laughs> it's good for <laughs> kicking, I guess. Stepping so, on stuff. <laughs> 
Rachel, there's a whole corner of the internet out there that would want a, a freestanding foot with its own mind, I'm sure. Of course they would. I'm of sure. course they would. So the boys go to, go to Chef, and he says that that won't work. because. And again, he repeats, because uh, haven't they ever heard that Loverboy song? And starts singing. I don't know what Loverboy is, and it's weird because am I just too Is it real? Young? I think it's a, it's a real band. I think it's a real thing from the 80s, I think. Folks at home, I've now I feel like we have to learn what Loverboy is. Rachel's looking it up. She's like I got to find out. I got to get a glimpse of these. Oh warlocks. my god, it is. Okay. Do they have a song called Pig and Elephant DNA Just Won't Splice? Well, there's a Loverboy. Okay, hold on. Rock band. <laughs> It's a Canadian rock band. They are obsessed with Canada. Anyway. <laughs> well, they're from Colorado. You know, it's kind of the same thing. It's cold and whatever. So what you're asking me is if there's a song called that? I don't know no, if there's I, a song called that. I oh, I guess there is not a song called um, that. Uh, they're, they're elephant. Just... <clears throat> okay, here we go. We're just like, oh, yeah, look at that. Maybe they have weird lyrics. Maybe that's the whole thing, is that they have weird lyrics. And so it's, like, not unquestionable that they would actually have something with that in it. Yeah, I'm sure it's just that they picked a band. Cause they, oh, they are they working for The weekend? No. Yeah, I think they're working for The weekend. Interesting. Anyways. So anyway, <laughs> so Chef thinks it could be a good idea. They could make a fortune off of it by having pot-bellied elephants. He's on board. If they want to combine them, there's only one way to do it, and that's yes. to have them make sweet, sweet love. And they're like, well, how are, like a pig and an elephant aren't going to make sweet love to each other. They're just not going to do that. Right. And that's when Chef tells them, yeah, you have to get them good and drunk. Like I do, is what he <laughs> says. Yeah, you know. It's like, oh boy. It's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a bad thing sometimes. <laughs> Stan, I'm just gonna leave that there. Stan <laughs> yeah, is just trying. Leave it. It's totally fine. Let it sit. Stan is trying to get the guys to come over so that he won't get beat up. And Cartman again does another little rant about women. This time it's very, very, very specific. Oh, very specific. And very dark. Might be, <laughs> might be kind of revealing to what might be going on with Mrs. Cartman and you know at home. Eric. <laughs> If some girl tried to kick my ass, I'd be like, hey, why don't you stop dressing me up like a mailman and making me dance for you while you go and smoke crack in your bedroom and have sex with some guy I don't even know on my dad's bed. Cartman, what the hell are you talking about? I'm just saying you're just a little worse. That's all. So there you go. And the boys are just yeah. staring at him and don't like, say minute. anything. And they're <laughs> like, like what are like... the hell are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh... Kyle tries to give some advice here and says, if you just tell Shelly that you love her, that you're my sister and I love you, she won't beat you up. So Stan tries this in vain because she yes, just beats him up it. anyway. <laughs> I can't tell if it makes her more mad. Like, oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. I'm going to beat you up for saying that. I think that's kind of the idea. Is that, okay. like, you're such a, you're such a, like, wuss. I'm just going to beat the crap out of you for saying that. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Like, I, I think, I think like, that's right. Oh, like, gross. Kinda, Ew, I'm your sister. I, Why would you say that? 
It's so it's so gay. Uh, <laughs> Either gay. It's so gay. I kind of want to know, folks at home, were you or were, was your sibling? Did you beat up your? You know, what was the? Did you have? What was this the dynamic? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Because like, did we you said, like ignore each other? Do you guys beat the crap out of each other? Did you actually enjoy each other's company? <laughs> yeah. What was the dynamic there? It with the siblings. Did you have a a Shelley Stan story that you could share? So one Stan says after he's getting the crap beaten out of him, he says one day he'll be bigger than her, and he's gonna beat her up. Right. And then it shifts. Like the next scene, we actually find out there's a reveal. There's two reveals. We get a reveal that Mephisto is Terrence, the other kid, the bully kid, yes. his dad. Right. Which never comes back, I don't think, ever again in South Park is, history. I, no, but Mephisto does come back, right? Mephisto comes back, yeah. So he probably just genetically did something to his child, and like that's, now he's just like, you know. That's probably true. Sent him off for something? I don't know. Yeah. His child like probably that. was some type of weird genetic mutation, too, That's I true. Bet. I bet, yeah, the, the, the child's <laughs> probably just like a clone of him or something, I bet. Right. Yeah. I like that canon. I like that head canon. <laughs> yeah. What what he does to Stan at the uh, Stan clone at the end of this he probably did to the other uh, yeah there you some go. some sort of genetic monstrosity exactly but we also find out that they're growing a clone of Stan and you can tell it's a clone of Stan because he has the red poofball hat on yes because when you clone <laughs> your clothes also come with you <laughs> in, in the South Park world the red poofball hat is a part of Stan that's clearly. right that's right yes and. And, Rachel, he took that blood through Stan's coat. This is also true. He took the so, fibers. You know, he got yeah, the blood and the fibers, fibers in there. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know how the poofball hat comes in with the coat, but it's all a one piece. Yeah. It's all a, it's collected. A, yeah, it's a this collection. Is, this episode really, I think, is very accurate to the science. Oh, my God. Yes, of course. Yeah. In every, in so every accurate respect. in every way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if you put this in front of Neil deGrasse Tyson, he'd be like flawless. This there's Beautiful. nothing Teach nothing this to say in schools. <laughs> yes, especially if you're trying to get a pig drunk, it only needs a trough of beer, and if you're trying to get an elephant drunk, you need the entire keg. Right. I think think entirely true. So they're getting this elephant and pig drunk exactly how I just described it. Exactly how you described it. <laughs> <laughs> And the boys are like, okay, they're drunk, we think, but they're not really doing anything. And Chef's like, well, you need to set the mood, children. So Chef starts singing a song to get them in the mood. And of course. With cameo from Elton John. Yes, Elton, Elton John, John comes in as backup and then goes, then leaves. <laughs> I love the little claps that yeah, the kids like, do. Oh, yes. The boys do. And... Of course, because it's South Park and because Chef is the master of at love. getting the mood. That's right. Yes. <laughs> the elephant and the pig start moving closer together, and then they start having sex. Yes. And, and so does, some... like, everybody in town, I think, too, because there's, like, a oh, shot yeah, of everybody, all, right. like, all the houses. Yeah, well, because they could hear Chef. That's like, right. When Chef bellows out his... His sexy making... melodies. Yeah, like, that's right. Mm. I like the way that you put that. Yeah. <laughs> then everybody's just into it. There's some terrifying sounds from... I I kind of wish that they were even more disturbing sounds coming from this elephant and pig. Like, you could tell yeah. Fluffy's not really having it, but I wish that there were, like, even grosser, more disturbing sounds. Because Chef is really telling... really lean into it. 
Yeah, because Chef is telling the boys, like, oh, this is, like, the this miracle of life. It's yeah. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> this is an abomination. He, yeah, and, and, and even Chef has to kind of be, look, he kind of has a look on his face like, yeah, this is, this is not, this is not right. Right. They're going to regret this in the morning. <laughs> Chef has a really funny line here that Trey and Matt were afraid to have Isaac say. They were like, Isaac's dirtier than we are, so he doesn't care. And watch the wonders of life. The beauty of Mother Nature. Hmm, now I know how all those white women must have felt. I know, oh, it's horrible. It's I hilarious. Was, I horrible. thought that was pretty funny. I thought it was great. A funny line. But it's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so now, the deformed Stan clone is fully sized, and it's this giant head... Yes. It has one arm that's like long and thin, like yes. like speaking of abominations. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> it's got like a like a one giant tooth. Yes, and like not all of like its hair is formed, or some of its ha- like it's not shaped correctly. It's like stringy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mephisto is is bulbous, I guess you could yes, say. Yes, bulbous is a good yeah. word. And Mephisto is like, what have we done? We've made this monstrosity. Mephisto right. is just and he Cartman wanted to destroy with... it. Yeah. I think I guess Cartman is kind of got with Martin Brando because like I was doing I was doing Mephisto, but it's just and Cartman it, with a little yeah. You just gotta go brr to for yeah. Cartman, and you're then you're there. <laughs> so he wants to get rid of it, and his son wants to keep it because he's like, no, we have the science fair coming up. We need to have this so that we can win the science fair. Right. Does the son do something to allow the stand clone to break free, or does the stand clone just break free and start running amok? I like, cannot remember. But in any event, the stand clone gets out of its tube. And yeah, it's it, like it, in a bubble of like fluid. Some sort of yeah, liquid. I think he just breaks out. Okay, yeah. He just breaks out and he starts like running amok. He like gets out kills of the, the, the frog with many butts and he moves on. <laughs> throws yeah. it at the wall, yeah. And just <laughs> starts running amok. Does not treat the frog with the same respect as Amy, no. the gorilla. It's horrible. In congo and she pulls it up or, or knocks the frog off the it's just so rude and he's a good gorilla though this is bad oh yeah this he's is bad. bad me me bad me bad yeah yeah me bad mm-hmm. <laughs> so the stand clone only says two things and i'm gonna probably say them in the wrong order but he says me bad or stand bad right and then he says chomp a chewy chomp but chewy chewy chomp right and that's, yes. that's all he can say the commentary is really funny because Trey, like, says that really, really fast. And you can tell it's, like, very accurate and precise as to how they were supposed to say it. Because he's like, <laughs> yeah, so we, he goes, Matt and I went back and forth on saying, and, like, he says, the way he says it, you know it's exactly, specifically the way that it was supposed to be said. The way he had it, like, written. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I love that. Of course, so, you would have it like specifically, like no, no, no. You gotta put the bachui chomp. You can't do yeah. bachui chomp. <laughs> it's, like it's not bachui chui chomp. It's but bachui chomp. Bachui chomp. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's something that like they would probably do to each other or something oh, yeah. like that. I don't even know if it's like to mess with them or it's like no, no. This is literally like what I need it to be. Like I'm very yeah. specific on this. So we go to the morning after, right? Where we have. The pig and the elephant are asleep. The boys and Chef apparently just stayed and waited for them the entire night to wake up. Yes. Well, because I don't know if they thought it was going to be like an instantaneous type of thing. 
because oh like, they, they, yeah I, yeah i think they thought it was gonna be like okay now we're gonna find out like did it work like, yes we have to well, like, wait I mean, to see what happens you know they're eight-year-old boys they right. don't know they don't know so how any of this works they're like clearly we are gonna know and clearly it's going to work because if you have sex oh, yeah, you course. become pregnant so I mean, they're like for the fact that they have an adult also telling him this, them this, though, <laughs> I could see why they believe it. Well, yeah. I mean, Chef is, you know, Chef's into different stuff, so he doesn't, uh... <laughs> Chef's into different stuff. Yeah, he's but bachui chewy chap. And right. Chef's like, it's gonna be an ugly sight, and they're like, well, what do you mean? You told us that this was a very Beautiful. special, tender thing. And he's yeah. like, yeah, it's tender till about, about 9.30 in the morning. And then right. it's then it's then it's bad, me bad. And nobody wants to wake up next to a pig. Yes, yes. This or is where a we big get fat elephant. <laughs> probably, probably my probably my favorite line of the entire episode. Uh, there's nothing worse than getting all drunk and waking up the next morning next to a pig, or a big fat elephant. You can where say he it. says there's nothing worse than waking up next to a pig. And then the pig looks up, because, like, they look at each other. Like, the elephant looks right. down at the pig, and then like, oh Chef my God. says that. And then Fluffy looks up at the elephant, and then he goes, or a big, fat elephant. And I just yep. love, <laughs> it's just a great line. It's just really funny. So Chef tells them that they probably won't know if Fluffy's pregnant for a couple of days. Right. I don't know the, the uh, is it gestation? gestation? Yeah. Period of a pig? I think it's got to be fairly comparable to a human because of, the way that humans and pigs are essentially made up of the same stuff. I don't know how long you would actually have to take to find out. But the kids are upset about this because they're like, well, we have to win the science fair. And how long is it going to take for this to, to go down? Because like, what if it didn't work? Then obviously there's going to be a bigger problem. As they're standing there, Mephesto comes by and asks the boys if they've seen anything odd lately. And they're like, well, we saw an elephant have sex with a pig. No, he and said, he goes, no, that, no, we, we not something odd, not something like... <laughs> <laughs> because to Mephesto, that would just be, you know, Thursday I, night. That, He's trying right. to do experiment. Also, if you're curious, it says, they, they kind of just talk about, like, oh, if she's not actually in heat at the normal time, then you check for the baby. But it also takes 114 days for five to six piglets to be born. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So that's, like, six months or something like that? Maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I I learned something today. There you go. Folks at home, now you can say you learned something. Now you can put the E next to this for educational. Yeah. Because <laughs> the science in this is flawless. Yep. I want everyone out there to spread the good word of how the this is exactly how it works. Mephesto says that Stan needs to help him find the Stan clone because they have identical brains. So Stan should be able to help find him. Because he's going to do whatever Stan would do, technically. Or go where Stan would go, but like, go where Stan also would go, be like a monster. Like, yeah. <laughs> the monster well, version of Stan. I think the joke is also that it's not like he's hard to find. He's just going down the main drag of South Park, just destroying everything. Right. Like, so he's he's on a war path. And this, yes. is this the first time we've seen South Park get destroyed by something? It might be. I think it might be. Because they avoid it in a volcano. Right. Big Al didn't, nothing happened. Pilot, the, the town to get destroyed, and Waking for Thousands, the town to get destroyed. So this is the first time we get to see the town just in flames because of what's happened with the boys. Right. Shattered and in flames. He's going nuts. They identify him 
the creature as Stan Marsh. So yes, like it's on I the think news. because of the poofball hat, you know, because of poofball yeah, hat, yeah, man. the poofball hat gives it away. The news is like eight-year-old Stan Marsh is destroying the town, and the police have said to shoot him on sight if you see him. Right. <laughs> Which is also good. I love it. Uh, yes. Oh, also burn his body. They want to burn his body as well. Yes. So and th- and this is also where you find out that he's you know he's just yelling me Stan and then the the. Ooh, do- what does he say? <laughs> Bapa Chewy Chomp. Bapa Chewy Chomp. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Get it right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you apologize to Trey and Matt for <laughs> writing it very specifically. Stan's clone has wrecked Jimbo's gun shop. He's mm-hmm. beat up Mr. Garrison, and they've yes. both been. They're both like, "We're gonna go tell your parents mm-hmm. that you're doing this." But they do find Stan's clone, and Stan is able to reason with him because the clone recognizes him. He's Diane. So they decide to plan to have him meet Shelly because Stan gets it in his head that if he has the clone there, right. the clone will beat up Shelly because the clone's Because he's big. bigger. Yep. So they take him back to the house, and the clone misunderstands and thinks, because Stan says... When you see Shelly, she's got a neck brace and yes. headgear. Yeah, why does she have the neck brace? Like, all I don't of a sudden, she's ever a neck brace that. on. Yeah, like, why do you, just like, got... every day it's that something different. Like, very head specific. Gear. That feels like, almost like Trey Parker remembering something from his childhood. Exactly. Where... Yeah. I think it is. Stan Clone misunderstands because when he says Shelly bad to him, the clone goes, me bad, me bad. Right. And he starts just tearing up the house. Yes. He ends up kicking Kenny into the microwave. Yep, and it just turns on automatically. <laughs> Very random. They do. Felt like a, oh shit, we didn't kill Kenny, we need to, we need to kill There's him. gotta be some way to kill Kenny. Well, I mean, he's in, he is on a rampage, it makes sense for him to be the one to yeah. kill Kenny. Oh, sure. No, I I agree. It's just I mean, I, honestly, gets... I think one of the abominations at the the science facility would have been great. Like one of like the also. many butt things. Like he goes up to mm, one and he like tears makes fun up. of it or something. Yeah, 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 and tears him up or something. That would have been good too. Yeah. Shelley stares down the clone and asks him, "What are you looking at?" And then he she just kind of punches the clone and it falls yes. over. Mephisto <laughs> shows up at the house, and shoots. <laughs> so okay, so he like goes like, "Oh, thank you, boys." I. I i didn't know what i was doing i was playing god and he's and his son shows up with his friends too yes. and he's like i'm sorry and he and he just takes out a gun and just shoots the stand clone in the head very like matter of factly yeah. i've i've always thought it's very funny how they because they do this a few times at south park where they'll have like the shot i mean we saw it in the volcano episode too i think where it's just like that shot and you just hear bop and then the thing like <laughs> that falls over dead and that's it yeah yeah so very very funny for just in the like matter-of-fact manner that he takes this thing out because he kind of says we shouldn't be toying with god's creations and then right yes kenny is dead he's been fried up in the microwave so kyle yells at the microwave (laughs) yep instead of the you know genetic mutation that's sitting on the ground the boys leave because they want to go check on fluffy leaving stan alone to get in trouble because his mom and dad are home and everyone thinks that stan destroyed the town so he's crying and he's upset because he's like i'm gonna get in trouble for doing nothing and i didn't even mean to do anything yeah it's one of those times where they break down and are a kid like this is exactly how like he actually breaks down and cries because he's a kid and he's scared Mm -hmm. and he's like i don't want to get taken away they're gonna take me away (laughs) i want to stay and he's it's 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 sad and shelly sees this and then his parents come in 
and Shelly covers for Stan because yes, they're all like, "What sweet. did you do, young man? What do you do? what you know? What did you do?" and and she's she covers for him. Yeah, she's like, "He was with me. Like he yeah. couldn't have done it." And then which I think like, is oh, also, okay. I think that's probably that's you know, a folks at home. Thing. Folks at home, yeah, that's got to be a sibling thing too, right? Like, even if they beat you up, then they're they're still covering your ass at the right. same time. I, and she proceeds to beat him up of by course. running a lawnmower over him. Right. But I think that it's supposed to be like the <laughs> it's just that dynamic, that like mixed dynamic of of how the, these two get along. Right. So, folks at home, I kind of want to know that too. Like, did your sibling cover for you for doing shit? Right. I don't know if we ever had that. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember that lamp. I remember specifically we, we the knocked lamp. over that lamp and Dan yeah. was doing the the carpet he was cleaning the carpets. <laughs> we both said, "Well, we will never speak of this." And I remember him bringing we'll something up about again. it like, "Oh, something seems like loose or like um it was like bent or something." And we were just like, <laughs> "Let us never speak of it again." Yeah, Dad's never listened to this for a little <laughs> It's, a, it's an hour. Think, we didn't break anything either. I don't even think anything was actually broken. No, I don't it think was anything just was that actually we broken. Like, if it was broken, nothing happened. Well, <laughs> like... We used to play this game with like a, almost like a, not a medicine ball, but like one of those balls you sit on to like exercise. Do you remember doing this? I think this is how it happened. I think it is. We would put like an invisible line in the room and you'd have to get the ball past each other. Right. Which was, I don't know how we didn't break something because we'd like... <laughs> You'd have to bounce you it on the line, the clamp, or like yes. the you have to bounce it on the on the invisible line and try to get it past the other person. Right. But it was like this big ass ball that clearly could have done a lot of damage. Oh yeah, of course it could. And that, and I do remember knocking over that lamp. Yes. I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did other <laughs> stuff. So we cut to the science fair. The epilogue is in the science fair, and they're like you know where's the pig and they're like well the pig hasn't given birth yet and garrison's like well then i guess you get enough right? <laughs> like what did you expect like that's actual <laughs> science like, it would take that long if they were trying to do something like that and terrence and his friends say behold the five-assed monkey so they've upgraded <laughs> they the just festos. stole the five yeah they just stole it and well they, they put another it. ass on it yeah All right, you're, fi- you're fine whatever and there's light applause. The children course, in the classroom are very amused by this. So then Isn't Fluffy... is that wonderful? <laughs> oh, that is wonderful. And the pig, Fluffy, has given birth, or does give birth, right in the middle yes. of this. And... No, it is not an elephant. <laughs> Which would have been cute to see a little elephant. Yeah, I think it would have been interesting. Instead, what is it, Rachel? It has glasses and some gray hairs on the side, just like Mr. Garrison. Mm-hmm. It's got a face of Garrison, but a but a body of a pig, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which obviously implies something also horrible happening. Yes, obviously well, Mr. 114 days before this. Yes, um. <laughs> and and Mr. Garrison is of course Mr. Garrison. So right. you know, that's he. I would not put it past him. Oh, of course not. The kids are all like, hey, Mr. Garrison looks a little like you. And he's like, oh, yeah, doesn't it? And he immediately just awards it first prize. Because I think he's trying Guess to that like. that gets first prize then. So you don't yeah. talk about it anymore. <laughs> and the last line of the episode, a reference to Babe. Because Cartman just goes, that'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. That's right. That'll do. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. So we find out that we don't necessarily find out if we're ever going to have pot-bellied elephants, 
but we do get that particular new species, I suppose. I, I, I don't... Do you think... Mm, it never comes back, but could you imagine if that was, like, it kept breeding? <laughs> oh, that'd be... <laughs> That would be horrifying. Now splice the the garrison pig with an elephant. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I'm not going to take it. Rachel, what did you think about this episode? And did you learn anything from this episode? Um, it was a weird episode. <laughs> it was a weird one. It was goofy. It was silly. I mean, I liked Stan's little thing about, you know, family was his, like, whole, yeah. uh, you know take away so that was nice you know you get that little sibling stuff i liked the sibling stuff the the splicing was just very silly Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) as as chef singing so that's always nice you know yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's supposed to be silly so oh yeah Uh, agreed it's a very silly episode i was telling you offline that in my head in my nostalgia brain I thought this was, like, one of the best episodes of the season. Yeah. And then, and then after watching, I was like, why did I think that? So I don't know if it's just because of how silly it was that my, like, the little Your kid, kids. Your you know, kids, yeah. So it's like, oh, have... silly. We like goofy, silly, and... Yeah, and I must have, wa- you know, watched it when I was 10 or whatever. I remember the pig and elephant part being longer, but it's not as long in the actual episode. No. It's an extremely stupid episode. Extremely, yes. extremely stupid. If I had to point to something, I learned about Loverboy. If I had to say, oh I yes, oh there you go, Loverboy, and that yeah. a gestational period for a pig is 114 days. However, so now we know. I had to look that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the episode didn't teach us that. The episode didn't teach it. me that. So I don't know how this is going to shake out in my rankings. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Mm. It really is. Because we are going to hit a stretch here where I do think like they're great episodes. So I don't know where this is going to end up falling. But yes, that is an elephant makes love to a pig. We will be right back after a word from our fake sponsor with the next episode of South Park Death. Coming this Sunday, a major television event that will blow you away. Terrence, Philip, in the harrowing made-for-TV drama, Not Without My Anus, based on a true story. Hey, Philip, I have to go to Iraq and find my kidnapped daughter. Then I'm going to go with you, Terrence. (laughs) See Canada's hottest stars in the HBC Movie of the Week. And we're back with South Park season one. (laughs) (laughs) I really wanted people to wait for that one. Apparently. We are going through the episodes of South Park. We are at episode six. It is the last episode of the first initial run that Comedy Central had agreed upon with Matt and Trey. So that's why there's a break between episodes six and seven in the time when they debuted because there was a little bit of like, well, how are we going to get all these done if you want us to keep going? So Mm -hmm. anyway, you'll see that when we talk about the dates that this episode debuted on. Rachel, what is... Oh, I guess I should say that. So episode six is (laughs) entitled Death. Yes. And it aired on September 17th, 1997, directed by Matt Stone, written by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Rachel... 
what happens in death. It's kind of a sad one, to be quite honest, if you think about like the act, what it's actually about. But it's about Stan's grandpa, who's a hundred and two. Yeah, there's no way that he's a hundred. He's super no old. Sense. He's super old and is like done being alive. Yes, that's <laughs> that's kind of what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Is there side stuff that happens, or is it just that? No, there is side stuff that happens. Uh, Terrence and Philip make their the debut Terrence to the show. Terrence and Philip stuff too, uh-huh. right? Yes, that doesn't really have anything to do with death, but it is like a, a big part. So then there's also this this other side that there's Terrence and Philip, and the show is according to parents bad for kids. So that the way whole that thing happens as well. The way that they write it, they do make it so that the one storyline does affect the other yes. fairly decently. That's true. But yes, they don't really have anything to do with each other until like the very, very end. So there's a couple of things going on. I guess it could be death to the show, according to the parents, right? They want that to Mm, mm -hmm. get like knocked off type of deal. And if they wouldn't have gotten picked up for the extra seven episodes in season one, it would have been the end of the show, I guess, presumably, too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess so. They're talking about censorship. They're talking about censorship of a show. And in particular, they're focusing on the very early reaction that some parents had to South Park about how it's all just fart jokes and potty humor. It's terrible for kids. Right. And yada, yada, yada. And it's their response to that or them getting on the front forefront of that. And it's also about assisted suicide, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's like it feels very like opposites to me. Yeah. And the nobility of like going out the way that you want to go out i guess guess? it's 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 heady stuff it's it's why they get the reaction that the boys get from everybody when they ask about it the interesting thing about this is that they very very much repurpose the terrence and phillips stuff from this episode into the movie because that's the plot of the movie right when we get to that and clearly they had like the outline of it here Oh, yeah, sure. So let's get right into it here with death. It starts out, it is Stan's grandpa's birthday. Yes. He looks miserable. There is a ton of candles on the cake, and he can't blow any of them out. Right. Because he just but they, has no energy. They say yay anyways, you know, like, yay. <laughs> you did it. Well, one of the interesting things that they do with the old people in South Park is they will have the people that are, you know, middle-aged or younger always patronizing the shit out of the older people sure it's kind of different humor than the simpsons would do where the simpsons make fun of old people south park does too but they almost make it so the young people are shit heels to old people because they just patronize Mm -hmm. them all the time Mm -hmm. i think it's an interesting dynamic for for, you know you could do the same thing where you're just like old people smell and fart and are falling apart and all that kind of stuff but they kind of take it as everyone treats them like shit because yeah. they they act like they're nice around them, but they're really like, yay, good for you. Like, they're like treating them like little kids Like almost. babies at this point, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Stan's grandpa wishes he was dead. Yes. As we've pointed out. Yes. He feels like he's like a burden, I think, is the problem. Probably. And that his life is like boring. Yeah, he doesn't like have... He just can't do anything as like as much anymore and everything too. We kind of find more out about that later when he tries mm-hmm. to get Stan to understand. And I think he he learned a bad lesson from his grandpa, which we learned yes. later too. 
And there's no way that he's actually 102, because that would either mean that Randy is way older, or that he had Randy when he well, was he like 60 have. years old. We don't know what his grandma's at. It's we don't know what grandma's possible. at. It's possible, I guess. But I think that I think that Randy Men's is just swimmers exaggerating. last forever. <laughs> Some of them are not very good swimmers after no, a certain age. No, but they still can work. They still can work. So... He wants their help being killed. He's like, why don't any of you help me die? And he's like, I would do it myself, but I'm too old. I can't do it. And Stan, at the same time, wants to go watch Terrence and Philip. Of course, Terrence and Philip is nothing but fart jokes. It is these two Canadians that sit yes. there and fart on each other. Literally. That's what it is. Yeah. They'll tell you like a line. Like, oh, I just had some beans, Terrence. Oh, Philip, that's the... Oh, that's, that's the only thing. That's have. exactly it. Yes, good job. It's, it's brilliant, pure brilliance. Ah, uh, fart this, jokes. There you go. This is the South Park equivalent of Itchy and Scratchy. Yes, it's the cartoon or the show within the cartoon, which is making fun of people saying it's bad for you. Yes, where it's like, no, here's really what's bad for you. His grandpa comes in the room with a shotgun and he tries to shoot himself. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> It's so bad. <laughs> he can't handle the gun right, so the so the shot he, goes and he like yeah. nails the and wall. And then he says to Stan, "You want to earn a dollar?" <laughs> oh, Stanley, you want to earn a dollar? Kill your grandpa. Like what? <laughs> oh my god. And he tells Stan that he killed his grandpa when he mm-hmm. was a kid. Right. So his grandpa's like, "What's the world coming to? You won't even kill your own grandpa." And all that kind of stuff. Yep. In the meantime, Kyle and Ike are also watching Terrence and Philip. His mom comes in. So we get to meet Sheila Braflowski. Oh, yeah. This Kyle's is actually the mom. meet of of Sheila, isn't it? We didn't get to meet mm-hmm. her in any of the other ones. Okay. No. Nope. This is the debut. So Kyle's mom debut- debuts. She's offended by the language because it's not only fart jokes, but they're also calling each other like asshole and stuff like that. Yes. So I don't even, even think more... she really cared as much about the fart jokes, but then once they start swearing, then she's just yeah. like, oh, what? And she's very yes. Jewish what? mother. What? She's very yes. Jewish mother. So it's like... <laughs> yeah. Well, she's from New Jersey, as we learn. Oh, yeah. It's like a very New Jersey Jewish mother. Yeah. So it's like all of that. Oh, yeah. She... <laughs> yeah. It's a Jay-Z thing. She calls all the other boys' moms... And says not to let them watch the show. Right. Including including Cartman's mom, who Cartman says, That's a bunch of crap. Kyle's mom is a dirty Jew. Oh, okay, hon. Cartman's going to say that, not, not Shelf Life Kevin, for sure. I mean, we all, we all know that we're not the ones saying this at all. 100% Literally. we are not the ones saying this. It's just, you know, Cartman always is very derogatory towards Kyle and his family. <laughs> I feel yeah. I feel like it doesn't matter what it what it was. Whatever Kyle was different, Cartman was going to make fun of. Oh, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. No matter what, Kyle is beneath him. <laughs> Stan's grandpa is trying to work to get Stan to kill him, including putting it on his to do list. He clearly wrote. Yeah, kill he grandpa. just writes it at the bottom of his to do list. In class the next day, Kyle is getting bullied because. Everyone's parents got called by Sheila to be told this. So they're all mad because now they can't watch Terrence and Philip because their parents said they can't watch Terrence and Philip. Right. Which also, 
has to be commentary on how all of this works, right? Because did all of the parents turn on Terrence and Philip to see what it was? Or are they all just taking uh, Sheila's I word for like it? I feel like most of them probably are just taking Sheila's word for it. Mm-hmm. And then probably some of them probably did watch it and go, oh, yeah, this is kind of garbage. Let's, let's yeah. not let our kid watch it. I mean, it is garbage, but... I think it's got to be like a little bit of commentary too on where it's like, oh, like somebody said this, so I'm just not gonna, right? I'm not gonna actually I, look I and see if is. that's definitely. Yeah. And I think it's also it might be like the oh great, well if we watch if we let ours watch it and then like the other ones aren't watching it and there's this whole dynamic with the kids now, so they might be right. thinking about those things or are we bad parents because we're letting them watch it and the, all, right. the, all the other parents at the like the PTA meeting are, are like not and now we're the bad parents mm-hmm. you know like we can't how social do that. media works and all that stuff right yeah. all like the yeah. social constructs of like those types of connections and everything I think is mm-hmm. is what you're saying and it makes sense to me yeah well like how like oh that you know Sally doesn't have an iPhone so now she's gonna get bullied for not right. having the iPhone yeah yeah and kids and folks at home you don't need to have the shit just ignore it. Like, who gives a flying fuck? Yeah, like, you don't need the designer crap. Like, if they're gonna bully you about the designer crap, then just ignore them. They go away. They go away. Yeah, you really Eventually. don't wanna... You really <laughs> should not care if... I mean, when you get old, when you get as old as me, you get to learn, like, you don't really give a fuck. Yeah, you don't somebody, care anymore. Especially Seriously. if, like, I still see it on, like... Adults um, still act like children sometimes. Yeah, but, but like, you just, you just ignore them and you go, okay, this person them. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you move on right i get i get it it's harder in you know as uh, as yeah you're learning like, this you're, and it's and you're stuck in an environment with those same people like you can just be like hey fuck this guy and and like not have to care yeah but, yeah it can be difficult but just know it changes and also doesn't but you can change <laughs> as this is happening kenny walks in and Matt said that this was in part something that he would try to, to do with his friends in high school. They would bet each other $20 if they would hand the teacher, a, they would wait outside the classroom or they wouldn't go into the room until late. And if the teacher asked why they were late, they would just hand them a piece of paper saying, I have explosive diarrhea. That's because they wanted weird, but interesting. They wanted to see, they wanted to see what the teacher's reaction would be okay. i think is the idea because like what's the teacher gonna do like if, if you're like, like if, well the some teachers are jerks some teachers could be total jerks about it you know I, and, and yeah, some I, I, I could see being kind of understanding like well okay that's I, fine yeah <laughs> like, that's what i'm saying like i think i think their thought would be like the teacher would be like oh okay like they'd be oh, embarrassed for you uh, yeah, yeah so they that secondhand embarrassment slide. of reading yeah. that and be like oh <laughs> yeah oh, and they wouldn't want to embarrass you so they would just oh, kind of sure. let it go yeah but he said nobody ever took him up on it. Oh, so, so he had to make they, uh, Kenny do it, out. and it's actually true for Kenny. Poor Kenny. Kenny Kenny has explosive diarrhea. And there's a bathroom in within the classroom that never yes. comes back, just for this specific joke. Because they're clearly wanting, as Mr. Garrison is talking about, how they, they shouldn't watch Terrence and Phillip because it's toilet humor, it's bad for them, it doesn't expand their minds, and all this stuff. And as he's poopy fart jokes, yes, yeah, at the same as time. As he's saying this. Kenny is defecating in the bathroom, so there's the poop sounds. Now, as I was saying, the reason the parents of South Park are so upset is because, yes, Kenny, what is it? I thought you just came from the bathroom. Okay, okay, go ahead. As I was saying, you all seem to enjoy the show, even though it isn't based in reality. There's much more to life than two young men farting on each other. 
And throughout history, there have always been shows that have come and gone that have been very bad. Ooh. Usually they get taken right off the air. You see, you should be spending your time enlightening your mind with more intelligent entertainment. In part playing on toilet humor of South Park, yes. and in part playing what's coming out of Mr. Garrison's mouth is just a bunch of shit. Yes. Like they would literally do a few seasons from now. They Yes, they do literally do, yeah. Stan asks if it's okay to kill someone if they want you to. Yes. And Kyle thinks it's a right to die. He's like, yeah, man, like, if somebody wants to die, like, what do we care? Like, just go ahead and do it. Like, if somebody, that's what somebody wants. That's, like, Kyle's stance on it. Right. But Mr. Garrison is like, oh, I'm not touching that with a 20-foot pole. Like, right. he doesn't want to get into the because idea of assisted so suicide. Because there's so much to that. There's a lot yeah. of It's a very complicated commentary. topic. Yeah, it's a very complicated topic. So, of course, like, they're like, no, I don't, I don't want to. I'm not doing that one. <laughs> so, because he couldn't get the answer from Mr. Garrison, Stan decides to ask Chef. So, he asks Chef if it's okay to kill his grandpa. And Chef, at first, misunderstands. And is like, well, my grandpa's already dead. So, you can't. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> No, like, kill my grandpa. And Chef is like, no, it's illegal. Right. So again, so he doesn't understand bad. it. And he says, no, no, no. What about, like, assisted suicide? And Chef goes, children, I'm not going to touch that with a 40-foot pole. So do, he doesn't want to have anything so to do with it So now it's from 20 to 40. <laughs> and Stan and company are like, why won't anybody talk about this? Right. <laughs> it is a topic that does need to be talked about. Yeah, it does. It's it's an interesting topic that needs to be discussed. I mean, a kid this age probably it's that's a really difficult question to answer. But in particular, in the idea of like someone that does have like a terminal illness or is Mm -hmm. in like chronic pain or something like that, if there's like nothing they can do, and folks at home, if you're in that, we're hoping that shelf life you know makes you feel a little better. Right. If you're not feeling well or you're doing something, you're dealing with something really awful, and you just need a moment. Hopefully we can help you get out of it for a minute. Yeah, we've got we've got hours and hours and hours of us talking and hopefully entertaining you. So <laughs> there's like even a book that I read a long time ago. Oh, I guess it was so many years ago at this point, and they even made a movie about it. You know, like me before you actually discusses the topic of of assisted suicide and things like that. And I think there actually are places in like different countries that do assisted suicide. So it's like yeah, it's, it's there really are, difficult. Like, huh? Machines. I think there are like machines that'll do it or something like that. Yeah. I think there's like limits and things and I mean it's it is it's a complicated topic right. to try to figure out. Like at yeah. what point is it okay? Where's the line? Yeah, yeah. Like what's um, technically that's nobody... unethical? What what would you count as unethical? And then it's right, like this exactly. whole this whole conversation. So it's really difficult. And that's why nobody will touch it. That's why they can't get anybody to discuss it with them. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's mom is with the PTA and shows a clip of Terrence and Philip. And <laughs> the clip segment, the way the clip goes out and then it just, she just turns it off. Made me laugh. <laughs> what, what happens? Cause I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I think it was literally just, there was just a silence and then she turns it uh, off. Okay. And oh, then, like they just stop and don't do anything. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think it was like, what happens? Fart. And then <laughs> silence. And then she turns the TV off. And it was just like hilarious to me. And it was also hilarious to Stan's dad. 
who's laughing okay, yeah, in the yeah. back about all that. Yeah. <laughs> he farted on Yeah, him. Randy like... <laughs>, laughs at the fart joke. It's it's a good little glimpse of what Randy Marshall become, because he just laughs at the fart joke and literally yeah. says, <laughs> he farted. Right. And I think he is that go. parent that also went, oh, well, if Sheila's not letting them watch it, I guess we can't either. Or I guess the we bad can't. Parents. I think yeah. that's legit, like, yeah. that, like, Stan's parents, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise I do feel they like, don't care. Yeah, I do feel like Stan's parents are a lot more lenient of, like, they're not like Cartman's mom, where like mm-hmm. he runs the household. But I think they're more like, "What's the harm?" Yeah, like, it's what's, not gonna. What's the harm? They're not gonna like get anything bad out of this. Yeah, it's nothing different than the real world, right? The, and the real world is rated at least R, so you oh, better have your for kids mature. prepared for it. <laughs> yeah. Kids aren't even allowed in the real world. What are you talking about? She wants to boycott the entire network because of this. Because the network didn't care about, you know, them saying, giving letters and shit like that. Right. There's more poop jokes because now Mr. Garrison has the diarrhea that Kenny had. Yes. So he's pooping. So he makes a poop joke and then they all giggle and sneak And they all laugh at it. Yes. Commentary. Interesting. Because they're hypocrites. They're letting themselves have fun with the fart and poop jokes, but they won't let the kids have fart and poop jokes. It's commentary that will never go away because there's always going to be a group of people because they are, I think, afraid to have conversations with their kids or they don't know how to have their kids not do something until they're, they're more mature. Easily offended by everything. Or easily offended. But I'm saying yeah. like it's even are more. Are you talking like, about like the ones who actually like watch it, but then they're like, well, "But my kids can't do it," or "My kids yeah. can't watch this. They can't do or, this." Or hide behind their kids to not let something exist. Oh yeah. Sure. Because they're like, think of the, ch- it's that, it's, uh, oh, the think, Hel- of the ch- think of the children, think of the children. Yeah. yeah, this is just think of the children. Yeah. It's just bullshit. As Michael Jordan didn't actually say once, but they put that meme in front of his face, <laughs> I think. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them. Oh em. my God. That's the mentality that should be. Anyway. Well, it's like with all the book banning that's happening, and it's always the think yeah. of the children. It's like, well, actually, think of the children. They should be reading Yeah, think these. of the children. They should be, first <laughs> they of all, should they should be, be reading, reading them. these, because it's and actually going help them, and maybe you should read it. Yeah. And also, fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Stan's grandpa tries to bait Cartman into killing him, since Stan won't, because they all came over to watch Terrence and Philip at Stan's house because he said his parents were going to be late, mm-hmm. so they could all just kind of get away with it there. Right. And Stan's grandpa is telling Cartman how he had sex with his mom or had his way with his mom. And, right, and to piss like him that. off and get him to kill him. And... and naturally, Cartman, being Cartman, is taking the bait. And he's like, I'll kill you and, and stuff. But they are able to calm Cartman down by giving him some snacky cakes. Yes, I love that. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, he's oh, snacky cakes. Yeah, yeah snacky cakes. <laughs> pretty, pretty sweet. <laughs> adorable Cartman, yes very very predictable just give him some snacky cakes and he'll shut up they now decide to call jesus to get an answer because jesus and pals is on before terrence and philip so they're like oh maybe jesus has an answer for us on this right so jesus takes their call and they ask and he pauses and he says i'm not touching that with a 60 foot pole and now it has grown <laughs> <laughs> So even Jesus is like, I'm not going to touch that one. one. (laughs) (laughs) I did. That would be a good little bit in the Bible if Jesus was just goes, just sighs and goes, that's a tough one. (laughs) Right? Because in the Bible, he always has an answer. He was just like, oh, Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he just, he says, oh, Jesus. All of the 
fucking questions. <laughs> Do we have to answer everything? <laughs> Do people think for yourselves for once? Free will Jesus is a thing, Christ. people. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of would like that. Yeah. Just like, think of yourselves for once. <laughs> so they turn on Terrence and Philip, and they begin to watch it. Cartman is saying that Kyle's mom is a bitch. Of course. Excuse my language. Stupid. For... Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> apologies to all the regular just bitch out there. Stupid bitch. <laughs> this is the first time that we get Kyle's yeah, starts, mom is bitch yeah, from Cartman. Yeah, he starts singing it a little bit, like humming it and like yeah, showing he's, his butt. He's, and... get, he's getting it ready. He's, he's getting he's it ready. He's tweaking it. You know, he's got a... Yeah. He's, got he's a workshopping it. Something. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll... Next week on Shelf Life, you'll probably hear that. <laughs> Grandpa hands Stan a piece of rope and asks him to hold it. And Stan is not paying much attention, and he's like, okay. because no, they're watching a show. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, okay, I'll hold on to it. Like, that's fine, Grandpa. So they're watching Terrence and Philip, and you get some Terrence and Philip jokes. Shelly walks in, and she's like, what are you doing? I don't think she calls them turds in this one What either. are you doing, kids? Yeah. Oh, yes. Exactly. Like, Thank you. <laughs> you, you can do that way better than me. You're just. You just have to like Shelly. suck in your cheeks a little bit when I you do. It. I can't do it. I don't know if it's because I have the beard or not or what. But I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and so Stan she what... thinks like since like oh, yeah, she Stan... comes in going, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I think that it's because they're watching Terrence and Philip. But she's like, "No, what are you doing to Grandpa?" Right, and I don't know how. This is oh, no, horrifying. I guess I, I guess I kind of get how, but I don't get how Grandpa has is trying to choke, get choked to death, or hang himself. Right, via Stan. Yeah, they kind of so, have a rafter for like no reason. For and no reason. So he must have like hung it over it and like lifted himself up and like dropped down. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's how kind he of like horrifying up, to see because it's a man trying to hang himself. Very unsettling. Very unsettling. But he says to tug harder because it's not working. <laughs> tug harder, Stanley. I'm almost there. Which could be interpreted. Oh, that in could many be ways. interpreted two different ways. <laughs> so many ways. And instead, Stan drops the rope right away, and Grandpa, of course, lives. And he's like, "Damn it, damn it, Stanley!" Right. So Shelley is like, "I'm going to tell on you for this," and of course. Because of that, the news runs with it. And the news bring, runs with it. Like they, So the news talks about it, and then they bring them out of this talk show, all four of them. Yes. And they're like, what What drove you to, like, try to kill your grandpa? And Stan is trying to explain the situation, and they're like, no, 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 we were just watching Terrence and Philip, and because they lead the, with oh, that. Oh, yeah. That just, that's it? Oh, you were watching Terrence and Philip, and that's, yeah. ah, so that's what did it. So, in the 90s, there were incidents. <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to remember, this is 1997. No, I know. So, I back, know. In the, back in the 90s, you have to remember, there were incidents where Beavis and Butthead and The Simpsons were obviously, like, accused. I'm, I'm sure this goes way back. Like, I'm sure mm -hmm. Tom and Jerry was accused of, like, cartoon violence was making kids hit each other and stuff like that right so i think that this was kind of one of those things where it's like another you know oh like of course like the kid goes remember you and i watched that documentary about comic books where yes. it was like the child psychologist 
asked all of like these juveniles in like juvenile detention what they read and they were like comics and so sure. his conclusion because he didn't have a control group, ah, yes the conclusion that, yeah was that comic books were bad because all of these juveniles read comic books even though all the kids were reading comic yeah, books. Yeah, like everybody didn't... was reading comic books. <laughs> and it's it's the same thing with it, with video games too. It's like the video game violence yeah, video causes games, violence. Same thing. It's... Exactly. Right. So they of course run with it though and are like, oh well, obviously it must be Terrence and Philip that are doing this. So because of that, it enables Mrs. Braflovsky mm-hmm. to use it as a reason to protest all the way to New York, where the network is. Right. So we go to New York. Interesting that the network for Terrence and Philip is in New York. When they're Canadian. When they're Canadian. Well, yes, yes. I I agree. You I think, just you thought think about that. Well, I mean, they're... Is it they're currently sp- Canadian? Do we know? I guess they are Canadians. Maybe they're, they're just working with the American... Yes. Okay. All right. I got you. That's yes. fine. That's I think fine. That's, I think that's more plausible. Yeah. You know? And then they kind of get their of... own network in Canada, and then they just move out. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think that right. makes more sense. I think that makes more sense. Yeah, I can go with that. Because even if it was a Canadian production in Canada, and it was selling the rights to the show to be shown in America, you would still protest the broadcast network the in America. Broadcast. Oh, yeah. yeah I guess you're right. The American they're one the ones would have to... showing it. Right. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah. That's also who cares what, who cares what Canadians see? Yeah. No right. one cares. Canadians can do whatever they want. Yeah. That's cares. Right. Yeah. No one cares about them. About them. About? Ah, uh, no one cares about Canadians. <laughs> hey, it, if it's, if it's, in, can, I just want to do the reference where it's, it's a great day for Canada. It's a great day for the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that is true. <laughs> If Canada has, is having a great day, then the world is having a great day. That's right. That's right. So we should care. But, you know, I, I digress. I suppose, that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, buddy. They protest in front of Cartoon Central. And now all the parents are getting the stomach flu because Mr. Garrison gave it to them. At, at the PTA, PTA meeting. meeting. Yeah. So now they're all having it. And now they're all shitting in the, like the, the porta potties. Yeah. Yeah. In front of Cartoon Central. And back at south park there are no parents around so the kids are just running wild because the parents instead of paying attention to the kids are more interested in protesting so now they're just going crazy right grandpa realizes that the reason stan won't kill him is because he doesn't know what it's like to be old so so he's like come on i want to show you something yes so his grandpa locks him in a room and plays a fake version of Enya for him at, with the lights off. And it drives Stan nuts. Yes, he just wants to leave. He doesn't want it to do it anymore. It was it was he... oddly soothing, but also boring. <laughs> Is that what it was? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it's oddly soothing and boring. And he's yeah. like, yep, that's what it's like to be old. <laughs> Which for our old older listeners out there i'm sure by the time you know shelf life will be on forever so we'll be old old podcasters at some point right but for our old listeners out there is that true is it oddly boring and soothing i feel like it's got to be I, I as a mid-30s it. man it's oddly boring and soothing so yeah i think that's just an adult life right oddly yeah. boring and soothing yeah you, you yeah so if you're old though it's like yeah i made it so it's soothing. so i'm here right yeah but it's also kind of boring so Stan says he understands now, and he'll do it. His grandpa is getting his wish. His grandson is like, I understand. I'll do it. So they come up with this crazy scheme, though. It's just odd. (laughs) 
In the meantime, the president of the network comes up. Well, I guess we can say what the boys are playing. Oh no, we can first. do. We can go. We can go to the meantime. I like the meantime, and then we can go back to it. I'm I'm leaving uh, him on a little cliff, and then we can come back. It's fine. The president of the network comes out and says exactly what everyone <laughs> should say every time somebody complains about something and tries to censor it. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is John Warsog. I have prepared a statement for you on behalf of the network. <clears throat> F*** you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. If there are any questions, you may direct them to that brick wall over there. I loved that part. Yeah, <laughs> address it to the brick wall over there. <laughs> Which goes for everything. Like, it goes for any censorship of, of shelf life, all the way down to any books, <laughs> all the way down to anything. The answer is, fuck you, and any questions can be addressed to that brick wall over there. Right. So, because of this, the parents decide that they're going to have to take drastic action, and they're going to catapult or slingshot themselves into the building. This? Where did they come up with this plan? <laughs> a cartoon? Because, so come on, <laughs> that's what it feels yeah. like. Here's a Wiley at Coyote cartoon. Slingshot me into the building quick. Like, what is it, this? It's so ridiculously stupid. It's so absurd. And they're just, like, flinging themselves into yes. it. Killing themselves, essentially. Oh, they're yeah. committing suicide. Just oh, yeah. to get their point across. Yeah, speaking of. <laughs> yeah, so it does, it comes back in a weird way. I don't know what that means or if it means anything but it does come back right so the boys plan yes so, so speaking of more assisted suicides here <laughs> they are planning to drop a cow on top of grandpa yeah I yeah would that work i guess that would work if you well yeah cow cows are incredibly incredibly heavy yeah they're so literally assume... cows yes so yeah, i would assume it probably would, would crush him kill him hurt him at least like yeah, I think yeah. I think so. The poor cow is gonna get hurt though too. It's kind of mean. Barb Brady drives by. Well, the whole reason, he... but you you missed like the whole reason for okay. them doing this is they wanted to look like an accident. Yes. Explain yes, that one to me because how is a cow <laughs> dropping down on a person from tree clearly, height? An clearly, accident? the the cow <laughs> climbed into the tree. And jumped out. Oh, that makes sense. And fell on Grandpa. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, South Park logic. That actually pay, would pan out, I think. I, yeah. if, I mean, clearly Officer Barbary drives by. Oh, it's like a cat in the tree. Like cow was in looks, the tree, and then that looks was... at them for a second and says "carry on" That's and drives off. That's also very true. Yes. So I don't think it would take much to confuse the local law enforcement or the the South Park County coroner or anything like that right. that this happened. Before they can cut the rope, Death shows up. Yes. And it is Death. It is Reaper. the Grim Reaper. Yes. He walks up toward Grandpa, and Grandpa's like, finally, you cocksucker, or whatever he calls yeah, him. But he's like, I'm waiting. He's lazy ass. Like, he's, he's got a lot of different things coming out of his mouth this entire time. Absolutely. And he moves But then he past walks past Grandpa. him. Yeah, he walks past him. He heads toward the boys. Clearly after Kenny. Oh, we all know it's Kenny. Like, we he, all know like, it's Kenny. He, like, points down towards Kenny, and it's like, yeah, clearly he's after Kenny. Yes. Death chases them down, and the boys lock themselves in Stan's room. Mm -hmm. We learn that Toon Central has now lost 20% of their sponsors because of this protest that the parents are doing. Yes. And Stan tries to call his mom. I don't know how he knows where to call his mom. I guess 
they gave a number for the oh, protest. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because I don't think you'd have a cell phone at Well, this they point, have, like, but... the old giant cell phone. I, maybe it's, is like, that, is maybe that what, it's... Is that what, uh... Maybe it's Kyle's mom's. Like, she's got the mm. old brick cell phone, right? From it's the possible. 90s. And... I mean, I, I'm just assuming that they left a number for them to call if something happened. Oh, yeah, it happened. could be. Yeah, maybe they just have, like, an emergency thing. So Stan calls his mom, and his mom's reply is to leave her alone as they're doing something important. <laughs> <laughs> so... There's your message. Maybe spend more time in your kids' lives and, and not have them, you know? something else entertain them. So we get Stan and Kyle and even Kenny, and I don't know what Kenny said because I couldn't. Sometimes you can decipher what he's saying and sometimes you can't. But this time I could not figure out what he was saying. But the message is that you shouldn't just let the TV or entertainment or anything just be the babysitter. You yeah, should actually be involved in your way. kids' lives. You should understand what they're watching or what they're doing and what's going on. And maybe on with like them. listen to them when they are talking to you. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, lesson for us all. Or just plop them in front of the TV; they'll be fine. Right. Yeah, you can learn a lot of lessons from these shows. We we've grew up on them. It's fine. Yeah. Arthur and South Park and Recess and all the rest of them taught me everything anyway. That's so right. whatever. Death breaks in, and they have to go out the window. Little funny moment where Cartman can't make it, <laughs> yeah. so Kenny has to help him. It's kind I of like fun. that little moment. Yeah. And he chases them on a tricycle for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. It's wonderful. I guess he found, probably saw their tricycle and decided to get on it to make him go faster. Oh, I like I like that explanation. Yeah, like it was uh, in the yard. It, Trey just says he liked, he always thought it was funny to draw the Grim Reaper riding a tricycle because it's just a funny image. <laughs> I mean, it is a funny image. I'll give you that. But I like the idea that like, yeah, he had to grab something that was in the yard and a tricycle was around. Grandpa's following them because he's still mad at death. Like, come here, not to them. Like, yeah. As he's chasing after them, the Grim Reaper gets distracted by Terrence and Philip. It's on in a front of like a shop with like a bunch of TVs. That is such like a, a a thing that's always happens in like shows and and stuff. And I feel yeah. like I've never seen a TV shop where like there's just TVs I have, playing I agree. stuff in yeah, the window out, uh, to like window shop out the yes. window. Yeah, I don't know if I've. It's such a trope think, like, that, like, happens in, in, in shows and movies yeah. and even, like, video games where you're just, like, walking by a shop and you hear, like, the news tech guy saying something. You're like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. And then I have yeah, to watch this. You might walk by, like, a radio station and they're playing the radio. Oh, yeah, maybe. But, yeah. Or it's one of those, like, broadcasts where, like, the window is the street. Right. And they're, like, broadcasting out. But they're but it's going to be whatever they're talking about. Yeah. And maybe if if you have a monitor in a window, it's probably advertising something that's in the store. It's not just like this TV shop, like you're saying. Like that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's not a thing. I don't <laughs> think. I don't. I mean, I haven't seen one. I mean, I've seen where like the TVs and like the stores have stuff going on, so you can see what they look like. But just like mm. a shop window, like walking down the street of like a, a yeah. town or something here's the tv store and they're just showing stuff like it just folks feels home, so weird folks at home let us know if this is a thing and rachel and i are just in our bubble and we haven't seen this that's right i'm in my own little uh, bubble <laughs> i i want to know if this is if this is true because we're gonna encounter this like you said dozens of times because oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a total trope it's a total trope it's a way to get news to a person that's like not that would be yeah yeah. Now you might not have have it as much as in modern media because you would just get an alert on your phone or right, something. Right, and they'd like look at the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't need to do the TV shop, but it definitely was a trope. To your point, to speed along the what's happening in the plot all right. elsewhere. I mean, even when they like are looting and stuff, and it's like ah, the TV shop, and then they break the window and they take the yeah. TV out without even walking into the store. <laughs> yeah. 
Which of course so many moments. <laughs> the boys start watching Terrence and Philip with Death, and they're all laughing at it. So Death yes. enjoys the fart humor as well right. with the boys. The network though ends up relinquishing it to the parents because of all the poop in front of the building. Oh so yeah, they're just the diarrhea sick of... and the poo. Yeah, and... Oof, it's not it's, the, it's not the it's not the catapulting into the yeah they could have cared less about it. that. It's all of the smell and stench and grossness of the diarrhea. And they're like, fine, fine, just get all of your shit, literally, and get out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because they so show it. They, like, literally are showing the pile. Like, like, that's <laughs> yeah, there's gross. piles of food. It's one big pile of shit. So they turn off Terrence and Philip. Yeah. And I love the little moment where the guy on the TV goes, we interrupt this program to bring you loud static. Yes. <laughs> it just, just, the static. just goes to loud static. It's great. Death gets mad at this. And he just turns around and touches Kenny and kills him. Because that's what he was there for anyway. Right. Which, so, I, question, is Kenny just dying of the flu? Like, he's just so sick and then he just dies? Like, tech, is that why death is there? Uh, I mean, death just has it out for Kenny. I guess you could that's say that. True. I think it's just death is just always after Kenny. Yeah. So, death killed Kenny. You bastard. <laughs> grandpa is mad and death shows grandpa because death is like i or grandpa's like i've been waiting for you for like 25 years like mm-hmm. what is the deal like why won't you take me right and he's like i killed my grandpa i don't understand why like i, I have to do this so death shows him and let, to your point rachel the grim reaper the entire time is going like, like yeah doing, like, he just mumbles. like mumbles <laughs> i guess well because like kenny he's got the got the hood up so you can't really hear oh, that, him. yeah i guess that's that's fine he doesn't have lips he doesn't have a tongue so he can't really like make words i guess <laughs> yeah that's true so death shows grandpa his grandpa right. so this would be stan's great great grandpa right who's naked and looks like ghostly he's all withered and like yeah. uh droopy yeah cause... very droopy yeah and that grandpa says he shouldn't have asked him to kill him because it was wrong to put that burden on others. On others. Yeah. Which on... is interesting. It's a, it's an interesting take to have where it's like, even if you want to, like, you have to, you know, figure out a way to do it without putting the burden on someone that is going to have that, emo- you know, have to live with that. Right. And like of course they did. also, yeah, like he did. And of course they also throw on there that he is stuck in limbo. So he, yes. couldn't, he wasn't allowed into heaven or hell because of that. Right, and he's like, natural causes, like, that that's the way you should go. Yes, you have to go via natural causes. Yeah. Again, that's a, still a heavy topic, you know. Still a heavy topic. So, I don't want to touch that with an 80-foot pole, so. So the boys decide to go home, and the parents are happy to see that they got Terrence and Philip off the air. So the boys, so the parents are like, we did it, we got it. In its place is a show called She's the Sheriff. I don't know yeah. what this was a parody of. I don't but know. But it's something with with Suzanne Summers, I think. And they, again, have some naughty language. So Sheila's like, up, oh, it's time to protest again. And she t- picks up her Save Our Children sign and they walk <laughs> off. Right. So the boys are like, well, what are we going to do now to entertain ourselves? And they're like, maybe we'll huff gas or smoke do crack some, or yeah, do crack. Watch, watch some porn. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you know, jokingly being like, if, you know, the kids don't have anything to do, they'll probably just start... Find worse things to do. Yeah, sniffing glue or whatever. Sniffing glue. And, <laughs> and Grandpa Grandpa has decided he's going to take a trip to Africa, yeah, which works out twofold. His life won't be boring. He's going to actually do some stuff. 
And you know how many lions eat humans every year? <laughs> so maybe it'll happen. It's a natural yep. cause. You found two different uh, things, twofold. Yeah, it's a good little message to like keep yourself entertained because one day you you never know what could happen. And, right. You know. Live life and, to the fullest and hopefully die of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> and the boys end it by saying, that's my grandpa, and start, you know, chuckling with right. each other. And that is the end of death. Rachel, what did you think of death? And did you learn anything today? Well, like I said, like I was saying right at the end there, live life to its fullest and hopefully I'll die of natural causes or be eaten by a lion. Well, it's very I mean, natural to be eaten by a lion. <laughs> yeah, that's extremely natural. This one, I mean, it had its moments that were kind of funny for me or it, like it's actually speaking to like something that's like a bigger issue or like true like issue in the world that was happening against certain shows in media and all of that type uh -huh. of stuff. And then, of course, they wanted to try to their hand at this big topic that nobody wants to touch with any type of poll. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. This one, to me, had a, a few more moments in it, you know, uh -huh. Uh -huh. that were, like, fine. Otherwise, it was kind of gross, too, with the, you know, the, the, the poo. The poo? Yeah, the poo was gross. Well, I mean, uh, clearly, the, uh, poo, the poo had a, had a part. It had a purpose. It had a purpose, yeah. <laughs> all, the all the diarrhea caused the network to have to turn off the show which caused death to kill kenny which That's caused right. death to show the butterfly grandpa. effect yeah the poo so, effect the poo effect that's really what it should be called if someone poops in asia then a tidal wave happens <laughs> that's how we should that causes view it. a <laughs> yeah that's really what it should be oh my gosh well what did you Is think that... though okay so I remember really not liking this episode very much, nearly as much as like the other ones. In retro or, or watching it again, I think it's actually one of the clever episodes of, yeah, of it, season one, which right. is probably why, as a kid, I didn't like it very much because it's 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 more satirical. You I have think to it was also speaking it. more to adults in this one. Yes, and it is speaking more to adults. A kid isn't going to get as much out of it, and it doesn't have as much jokes, other than the poop That's jokes. True. That's true. I like the poop jokes, though. I think the poop jokes are funny, the way that they handle them. I know Rachel doesn't like them, but I, I, I only them. liked the parts where they would do a poop joke and they were being hypocrites about it and snickering. That sure. I enjoyed just because it was a hypocritical, clever, like, goofy thing. And I liked that Stan's dad laughed at it because he laughed at it, then I laughed. You know, it's kind of like one of those things. Like, right, oh, great, now right. I'm laughing because they're laughing. Right. I And I did learn how many lions eat humans every year. Oh, yeah, I that's, can't that's remember a, the number, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So, and the death also likes fart jokes. And death also likes fart jokes. And I'm glad that he does. I think it makes sense for the Grim Reaper to like poop and fart and toilet humor. Cause right. It's kind of down his wheelhouse. He needs entertainment too. Yeah. We all need a little entertainment. So that is death. The sixth episode of South Park. The seventh episode of South Park wouldn't come along for another month. Ooh. Because they made a deal with Comedy Central to because they were like, we need months to be able to do this. And Comedy Central was like, no, the show's hot. We need new episodes. Oh, so right. they decided they would make a Halloween special. <gasps> and after a break from our, sh I almost said after a break from our short sponsor, after a break <laughs> from a word from our fake sponsor, we will talk about Pink Eye. 
This is a new source from the makers of Liam Perrins. It's an elegant suffusion of sun-ripened tomatoes and the quintessential Worcestershire sauce that... Mmm! That, um... That makes good food great. Uh, Tomato and Worcester uh, table sauce, new from Lee and Perrins. There's, there's a connection there. Damn it. And... We're back! <laughs> With a spooky episode of South Park. It is. It's a spooky one. I was waiting for Rachel to do something spooky. Oh, I'm so. Oh, I don't oh how brains. Spooky. Yeah, there you go. Yes, <laughs> brains. This is the seventh episode of South Park entitled "Pink Eye," directed by Trey and Matt, written by Trey, Matt, and Philip Stark. It aired on October 29th, 1997. Rachel. Yes. What happens? In pink eye. So the main premise, there's a death of Kenny. There is a accident with Worcestershire sauce. And there's an outbreak of pink eye. Worcestershire. 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 Worcestershire <laughs> with wasabi and wienerishness. That's right. Yes. An outbreak of zombies. It's actually more of a zombie than pink eye, but they call it pink eye. <laughs> yes. That's misdiagnosed. As pink eye. So what happened between death and this episode? The original six episodes that Comedy Central determined to pick up ended with death. But because of the show's popularity, they said that they would give them an additional seven, making it for a total of, of the 13 episodes that are in season one. But Trey and Matt were like, we need some more time to be able to actually complete these. They weren't in their one week cycle yet and i think even if they were they'd be like we do not have any ideas sure so they made a compromise with comedy central where they said like well we still need time to be able to do some of these episodes but what if we did holiday specials so give us a month and we'll do a halloween episode we'll do a thanksgiving special and we'll do a christmas special so this is the halloween special pink guy and i believe that we are entering a pretty good stretch of South Park episodes. To me, this feels like very much like The Simpsons. A bit uh, stronger. Almost 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 in like number too. Like they're starting to get it. Cartman feels very Cartman in this episode. Yeah, they kind of are like actually filling out the characters as they should be. Exactly. Chef is is like that he's got a very protagonist like leading role in the episode. He does, yeah. Even Kyle and Stan's personalities are coming through more the insanity of, of the town the town gets yeah the town mentality mm -hmm. yeah it all <laughs> it, it seems to it's starting to feel lived in like they're starting to put it together yeah in this one in my opinion and over the next few are very solid for me the whole idea of this one of course is just that trey and matt really like halloween they even say they throw or they used to when they were first starting like on their commentary they're like we we started throwing big halloween parties for the crew and, and friends and stuff. Oh, that's fun. So they wanted to do something that felt like a fun Halloween episode and that celebrated how Halloween is fun for kids and adults. Of course, So yes. that's what this is supposed to be. <laughs> I assume, unless you're listening to this when the episode first drops, that, well, actually, even if you are listening to this when the first episode, when this episode first drops, this should be one of your annual uh, spooky Halloween now, spooktacular. traditions. Spooktacular. <laughs> yeah. 
you have it on the list of different episodes of different shows that are Halloween-y. You have all of the different movies and all of those different things. And this is one of the fun ones to watch. So you can watch it around Halloween and then you can listen to us around Halloween talk about it. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly I mean, I have, I'll say the same thing probably for our spoiler alert or stay tuned. I don't know. For our Halloween special coming up, (laughs) I have, and I need to like list them out actually, where I listen to the new podcast of like my favorite podcast and stuff. But I go back and I listen to, because I do, you know, go for walks and bike ride and dra- drive to work and all that stuff. Right. I'm always listening to podcasts. Oh, and yeah. at work, I'm always listening to podcasts. That's the whole point of our show and why we have the link that we do. So I will have, and Rachel knows this because I made her do it when we did a vacation last year. Of course. We drove. I have Halloween episodes of podcasts. They start in September and they run all the way through <laughs> October. So sometimes they're is, like the good, ep- like the better episodes for them sometimes too, they're really and they're good. really good. Yeah, hopefully, Pink Eye makes your list. That's right of podcast episodes, and it becomes an annual tradition. This could be one of the one of the many. <laughs> okay, so let's get right into it. This is Pink Eye, fun episode of South Park, or is it? Does it have shelf life? I guess that's the question. That's the question. So. An alternative opening for the credits, instead of it just being the regular going down to South Park, there's, like, spooky noises in the background, and everybody yes. has, like, a Halloween motif. Oh, so yeah, they all have the a guy costume. With the guitar, or... He's, like, a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, they all have costumes. Yep. I thought that was different. I think you know, that's you fun. Little... You got a fun opening for specials. Yeah, exactly. Specials should have a little fun opening. So the episode starts in space. With the Mir space station, which was the rush... Is it still around? Mir hasn't come out of orbit, right? I don't think it has. I don't know, actually. I don't know a lot of space stuff. I didn't want to say that and then not know if Mir is still up there or not. Oh, no, it, it, it did come out of orbit. It came out of orbit slightly after this episode aired. In, in 2001? 2001? Okay. I didn't realize that it came out of orbit that long ago, but okay. So... Folks at home, and for you youngins, the Mir, and not even youngins, those of you in college, the Mir space station was the equivalent of the U.S.'s space station. It was the co- the Russian one, the cosmonaut one. Apparently, it came out of orbit in 2001. So yeah, it, that's when it ended its mission. Not too far from this episode yeah, airing, weird. only a few years. Do you think there was like a, a zombie apocalypse and a... It's very possible. In a little area so, where it came down? <laughs> no, nothing about this episode is logical. So oh, God, I, no. I should not be like, so Rachel, did the space station collapse and have anything to do with the zombie apocalypse? But I'm going to say it anyway. So what happens is it tells you it's October 30th. One of the cosmonauts scares the other because it's Halloween. And then right. an alarm goes off. They're not doing real Russian, clearly. No. And then, they're not. They, I don't think they do any real languages for a while, maybe. No, I don't think that. Yeah. I think sometimes they do real Spanish and maybe Japanese if they know yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know if they do much But more most of the time, yet. it's just like making noises with their mouths that, to mimic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the boys are waiting at the bus stop. And the space station falls on Kenny and kills him. Yep. So you bastards. Don't get... <laughs> yes, you <laughs> bastards. While they're standing there, an ambulance arrives to get him to the morgue. Yep. But they leave the space station behind. Yeah, they and just, they kind just of ignore leave it. it there. It's just ignored. 
And then the kids go on without uh, on with their day. Yeah, well, the boys are talking about their costumes, and they say they have to get, go home to get ready, so they, they leave. Right. So, Rachel, did the Mirror Space Station falling have anything to do with what ends up happening? Did, was it a mixture of the space <sighs> you know, debris It's a good Kenny? question. It's a good question. Because, like, when they when they were looking at something, they, we didn't get to see the console, or console, did we? Like, what did it say? Like, was it just that? No, oh, we had no idea. I think the alarm the was going yeah, we don't know. We don't know why. So it just, maybe it just they did off. have some alien thing get into the ship. We don't know. <laughs> That's true. You know, it could have it's dropped possible. down, infected Kenny because it touched him. Now the then... Worcestershire lady at the end, <laughs> I, you know, kind of knew what was going on. So you right. you have to imagine the answer to that is no. I would it just think the answer is to no. Be, yeah. It's just a way to it kill was, Kenny. It was just a fun way to kill Kenny. <laughs> and a good way to do it because of the fact that Kenny's death is the catalyst for this episode. That's right. So they're even they're even using Kenny's death as part of the plot at this point. Yes. So we find out that the boys are make, are coming up with their Halloween costumes. Yes. They're going to go home. They're going to get ready. And there's a Halloween contest at school that they all want to win because you can win two tons of candy. <laughs> that's what they're. That's what the. That's what the prize is. Yep. Now my guess is. Because it's South Park, it is literally two tons of candy. Oh, yeah, probably. But my guess is if it was being advertised in the real world, it would be, like, a couple of bags of candy. Right. You know what I mean? Like They have, like, the little uh, disclaimer at the bottom that says, like, you know. It's like a, it's like two of the buckets of candy, maybe. Sure. But it's not two literal tons. be kind of interesting so, if it was, though. Then it's well, then my question is what kind of candy? That's gonna we matter, never. That's you know? true too. Yes, and and they I guess they missed out on a potential gag here to show that it was a. But the problem is the kid, the boys need to be mad about not winning because if they showed the pile of candy and it could have either been literally two tons of candy and then they would all have been upset that they like missed out, right? Or it could have been two tons of candy, but it was all the same kind and like one of them did win it and it was all like lemon drops or something like something like terrible that they didn't want. Sure. You know what I mean? Okay, so at the morgue. You have the coroner and the assistant, and yes. they're embalming Kenny. Right. And as they're doing it, and they're talking about how death is so hard on, like, the young or whatever. The uh, assistant. Yes. Trying to be kind of like, ah, yes, it's it's worse for the young. These are, <laughs> the coroner has such a weird design. Yes. I can't yes. tell if yes. they're going for a skullet on the coroner or what is going on uh, there. Um, he's got like a he's got like a mane of hair. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's the hair that, you know, bald on the top, but it does like the the clown ring around, but it's also long. It's and weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's almost like he's designed to look better as a zombie. Oh, maybe. That he is here? Maybe that's it's what just, it is. <laughs> it's such an odd look. The I do also like that they have a couple, like, aliens in the background here, too. Oh, are there? Yeah, I so there's, like, them. an alien in a jar. I think they also have a couple, like, brains in a jar and stuff, you know. No, I did not notice yeah. this. So the coroner's doing some weird stuff. I mean, it's a spooky <laughs> episode, you know, that you gotta have spooky stuff in right. each scene. So the assistant is eating a hot dog. And he puts Worcestershire sauce on it. The coroner is like, do you have to use that all, like, on everything? And the assistant says, it just makes everything taste so British. Yeah. <laughs> British. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming our for our friends in the UK, our UK listeners, they put Worcestershire sauce on everything. Oh, I assume. Potentially. Is that the brown I sauce? I assume. Is that what they call brown sauce? In the UK? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, here we just call it Worcestershire. I'm curious, though, to know... For folks at home, 
do you use Worcestershire sauce on stuff? Because I think that I clearly meant Trey used it because it's weird and British. And it's hard to say. (laughs) It's hard to say. It has a very distinct flavor. But I think what people use it for is like almost like a steak sauce. Or like well, a yeah, sauce. that's that's what we use it here as, like in the in in America, where God <laughs> pays attention, right? You kind of like add it as like a part of like the meat. We also use it in like that Chex mix stuff that Chex we have. Mix. Yeah, yeah. Give it a little I, salty I'm, flavor. I'm curious if people use this, like for the American listeners, like what else do you use it for? But around the globe, do you use Worcestershire on anything? Because it is. It's a, it is a British soft, like seasoning. It's like steak sauce in the U.S. or fucking ketchup or something like that, you know? Right. And we just put Worcestershire sauce on all of our stuff because we like that salty British taste. You Yanks well, isn't... put ketchup on it, we put Worcestershire. <laughs> isn't the joke that uh, that English people don't have like any flavoring on their stuff, so then... Correct. Their food tastes like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not the, that's not a joke. That's just a fact. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's just a fact it's just a fact so may- maybe they maybe this is their way of flavoring it they're just like worst on everything yeah i mean we uh yes like how we put salt on everything i just I, I don't do that i can't do that sometimes like a thing is already salty just because of the way it is why are you adding extra salt why it's too much salt takes over the flavor then i'm a big proponent of salt so i i slightly well, i mean on fries right sure salt has shelf life Okay. Everywhere. <laughs> I'm just thinking extra salt. It's too much. So they leave the sauce behind as because the, they leave the room because they're like, just let him drain. Because they're draining Kenny's blood and replacing right. with the embalming fluid. Right. So they, they're like, well, we'll leave him, let him drain. But for some reason, he leaves the Worcestershire, Worcestershire. He leaves the Worcestershire sauce behind. <laughs> and it tips over into the embalming fluid. Which, of course, as we all know... Yes. Because it's happened several times. It's, it's, I won't say it happened several times, but it has happened. If you get Worcestershire sauce and embalming fluid, it turns the person into a zombie. Yeah, like you gotta be here. really careful. Yeah, you have to be very careful. Folks at home, if you are a coroner and you're listening to this episode of Shelf Life, first of all, thank you for your service. And second Honestly, of all, yes. <laughs> and secondly... Of course, make sure that you aren't eating something with Worcestershire sauce on it near the bodies. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta be careful about so these you things. You could start a zombie out. Keep it in a different room. Just yeah. keep it in a different room. Yeah, go into another. Go into the break room with your Worcestershire sauce. That's right. Make sure you wash your hands before you go back in. Oh, that's up to them. That's their choice. Well, not if it's gonna cause a zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Oh, I thought you meant like from the embalming to the Worcestershire oh, no. sauce, the not other the opposite way. way. I don't <laughs> care if you, I don't care if you get entrails and slime on your fucking hot dog or whatever you're eating. <laughs> also, a hot dog while you're embalming a body is that an inappropriate food to be eating? Why would that be an inappropriate? Food? What's a, like what's a non-inappropriate food then? Pretzels. Yeah, I could see. That, I mean, actually, that'd be in, fine. in the in the real world, you probably shouldn't be eating anything. But Probably like, not. <laughs> any meat, a meat, a well, meat, meat in general in front of a dead body feels just kind incorrect. of rude, just like yeah. ignorant. Like, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you my eat opinion. meat in front of a meat slab currently yeah, on your slab? Exactly. <laughs> yes. So Kenny turns into a zombie. He wakes up and he's like, ah, as a zombie. <laughs> and then 
He breaks out. Yes. So he busts through the door because he's got zombie strength now. Right. And he bites the corner and the assist before taking off. And they don't seem too concerned no. about this. And you'd think that it would be like something that they'd be like, oh my god, the little boy woke up and is alive again? Well, they're bad at their jobs. Obviously. That's clear. They just We're call him a little Park. turd and they don't even care. Like. Yeah. Yeah. They call him a little turd. I guess they're like, I, I don't know. I guess he wasn't really dead or something. So the next day, Stan shows up to the bus stop as Raggedy Andy. Yes. Because him and Wendy are planning to do a couple's costume to try to win the costume contest. Kyle is in a Chewbacca costume. So he is going as the it's mighty It's not even Chewbacca. a full Chewbacca costume. It's just a mask. It's just a mask. And I'm pretty sure, that, is this around the same time that there was that, like, craze with the stupid Chewbacca costume mask that, like, the mouth would open and go, There's Is that, no like, way. at That's the same time? Be... It couldn't have been. This I... had to have been, like, a while before that. A way before that, I think. I mean, th- this is just... It's just what it reminds me of, because, like, literally everyone had those masks when those came out. So it reminds me of that when that happened. I don't even know how many years ago that was. I'm not even sure exactly what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm I... talking about? Oh, hang on. I'm looking I'm looking it up on Spirited Halloween right now. So, like, after this episode, Rachel and I have to go to a, a costume party ourselves. That's so right. So maybe... Yeah, I'm taking a look at it here. Hmm. Okay, anyway. See if you Um, need to get that mask or what do you you want to wear? Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle is dressed as Chewbacca and Cartman comes. Oh my god, Cartman. Rachel, what's Cartman dressed as? Um, uh, a a German dictator known as Hitler. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you get flagged for saying Hitler on a podcast. I don't know. Anymore. Should I just call him German dictator? So they chastise Cartman for wearing the Hitler As costume. You As you should. Honestly. It's not Okay, folks are okay. I don't know I don't wanna I don't wanna start anything here. But in reality, if someone is wearing a Hitler costume, you're just asking to get your ass kicked. Yes, I would think you really so. Are. I would think like, so. Like, no, if it's from like that one, what that, that little rabbit something rabbit movie. No, it's not even that. No, no. I'd still no, think you would no... be. You're getting your ass kicked no matter you're what. You're getting your ass kicked. Don't and don't do it. it. Don't try to be you like I'm. I'm Hitler, and I'm kicked. I'm being like I'm I'm like, making fun I'm of him. I'm being edgy. I'm an edgelord. <laughs> Jerk off. Like no, you're you're an asshole. You're gonna get your ass kicked. <laughs> like n- nobody's impressed with how fucking edgy you are. No, you're just a dipshit. Right. So it makes perfect sense for Cartman to do this because exactly. he represents dipshits. That's right. Around the around the world. Yes, he does. So as they're standing there, they're chastising Cartman and they're making fun of Stan. So they're going back and forth. They're doing their boy things, and then Kenny shows up because I think as a zombie, it's it's like one of those zombies where. He does the, you know, he they, like they go to the mall. They they, they, they know their typical routine. Yes. Yeah. it's like that muscle memory type of deal happening. Yeah, but he's just completely he's dead. Yeah, and he's rotting. Oh yeah, and they make fun of him for showing up without a costume and for even being though he poor. looks like he's in a costume because he looks like a zombie. So you'd think, oh, you dressed up as a zombie. They didn't even make like that kind of a joke. It was just like there's no co- zombie. Like there's no. The costume. boys don't figure it out until the very end of the episode. Right. So they're making fun of him for being poor, for not having a costume, but he's not reacting. And they're almost like getting upset that he's not reacting. 
They right. were like, come on, Kenny, we're making fun of you. Like, you're, you're like, supposed to be playing supposed along. to be, like, a back and forth, like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Which I like that, because, like, as kids, you're like, no, we're like, we're, we're supposed to be making fun of each other. Like, right. come on, like, you're supposed to say something back. Yeah. You know, like, 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 make like you're fun like of me now. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, I think that's very, you know, true to life. It, it kind of is, yeah. Like, the rest of this episode. Oh, yeah. So, very plausible. the coroner and the assistant, assistant go to the doctor. And he diagnoses them with pink eye because they have no blood pressure and their temperature is really low. Right. And they have some puffy stickiness and redness uh, in their eye. Right. Yeah. So clearly they have pink eye. Right. All of those are definitely the... um, Telltale signs. Exactly. The telltale signs. Folks at home, if, if, if you have no blood pressure or your body temperature is very, very low... You might have pink eye, That's and right. you really should go get some ointment. Yeah, because you shouldn't be spreading it. Lots yeah, you ointment. don't want to be spreading it. And they also want to eat brains, so he d- he prescribes some ointment for them. Mm-hmm. In the classroom, we go to the class, and everyone is dressed as Chewbacca. That's right, including Mister Hat. Yes, it's a very very popular costume that year was to dress as Chewbacca. <laughs> it is kind of cute to see all of them like sitting at their desks yeah. as Chewbacca, it's, though. It's pretty funny because they're all just sitting there as Chewbacca. <laughs> like a little Chewbacca classroom. <laughs> I also like that none of them are upset about it except for Kyle. Right. Kyle's like the only one that's mad that everyone else is Chewbacca. I mean, honestly, they should have just been the Chewbacca family at this point. And then, yeah, uh, group, group uh, contest. Lumpy. Yeah, that's right. Lumpy and all of the <laughs> I don't rest. remember the rest of them. <laughs> Lobaka. Garrison is Mama dressed Chewbacca. as... Chewbacca. I don't know what yeah. any of their names are. I don't are. remember what... I don't remember her name. Somebody's gonna t- put, put a comment below of what the... F- fucking family because we know that somebody has a favorite is that christmas special we all know yeah we got it garrison is dressed as marilyn monroe of course i thought was appropriate as well yes and then stan realizes and confronts wendy because wendy is also dressed as chewbacca right she's not dressed as raggedy ann what a bitch (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you said so stan confronts wendy about this and she says she realized how stupid they would look so she just changed like, her costume. Instead of telling him. Like, that's so mean. And assumed mean. that Stan would come up with the same idea. Wendy, hi, Stan. You said we were going to be Raggedy Ann and Andy, remember? Yeah. We were going to enter the costume contest as a pair. I know, but then I guess I just realized how stupid we would look. You what? I thought you would reach the same conclusion, so I came as Chewbacca. <laughs> hey Stan, you look almost pretty enough to kiss. Yeah, you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> Why did she do this to Stan? Was I don't this just, know. Is this just like kids being not thinking about other people and not like thinking about Maybe, it? Maybe because I feel like she's also toying with him a lot too. Because she like toys with them at the end of the show uh, episode and like. Yeah, and she does. She, she does that like in the middle of the episode when she like wants to go trick or treating and stuff. We'll we'll get to those. She doesn't she's... think it's a big deal at all, and no. it's like it's, and then it's I a feel very like mean she's... thing. Yes, I don't know. I feel like it, it, it. I think it is one of those kid things where either she wasn't thinking about his him at all. Yeah. When, when changing her ideas, or is trying to mess with him, and is just a very manipulative person. It's one of those. I... I don't think that's true about Wendy. She might be. (laughs) But she's like the Lisa Simpson of this world. I don't even know if I would count her as a Lisa Simpson of this world. Really? She's like their I know she's supposed to be like the smart female character. That's what you're trying to say. But I'm... uh, 
Sometimes she, still has, she does these, like, annoying, like, things. She still has nine-year-old tendencies, but she's supposed yeah. to be, like, the smartest citizen of South Park. I suppose. Kind of. She's the most liberal one of, of, of the show. I guess that's She's, like, true. the most, like, environmentalist. Well, like, I never, I don't stuff. ever know if she's actually being, I like, I do this for this stuff, or I'm doing this so I look good because, like, I'm so much better than you. She okay. always seems like the, I'm so much better than you, look at me, like, doing mm. this for the environment. Oh, my God. Like, that's how she always comes across to me that's instead of being, like, the actual, like, I'm trying to take care of the environment type of that's person. That's interesting. Yeah. That's but that's how she comes off to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll, so maybe we'll, that's we'll why to... I'm seeing her as like, a, oh my god, I, of course she would do this because she's well, just that kind of a person. We'll have to see. I'm probably putting a lot of like into it of like thinking about the different stories and like some of my favorites with Wendy, like the episode where she beats the crap out of Cartman, which is like one I mean, of my favorite episodes. Of course. <laughs> So I'm probably like in you know mixing stuff, but you're you may not be wrong. We'll have to we'll have to kind of see, especially with yeah, like the I'm... way that Trey and Matt's opinions about sure. why people do certain things. So that's yeah. Now I'm kind of curious because like that's how she's always been for me. So maybe huh. maybe I see it wrong. I don't know. Folks at home, let us know. Like what are what are your opinions on Wendy Different and what she did to Stan here? Yes. Has this ever happened to you? Oh my god. Like that's I want to know that. Have you done yeah. a couple's costume or, like, a partner costume and the other person just, like, screws you over? Didn't do it, yeah. Like, were you the back That's end of a horse happen. and they just come as, I don't know. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, I, it, this has to be a, an occurrence, right? This has to be it a more common occurrence be. than I think it could, would be. It's gotta somebody be. somebody just being a total prick and not showing up as the other half of your couple's costume yeah i want to know tell us about it tell us about your costumes this year too i'd love to know yeah what are your costumes so the <laughs> i can't remember what the context is i just wrote wookies don't live on endor because that's one of the lines that i've always taken back from this episode but cartman is making fun of oh cartman is saying that his costume looks better now because everybody dressed up as chewbacca and kyle's trying to explain to him that it's still not nice to dress up as hitler yeah it's not badass it's not cool there's nothing like fun about that and cartman says something about like well you're just a wookie from endor and kyle <laughs> says well wookies don't live on endor and cartman goes me 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 and like that's always stuck with me. I don't know why. I always remember Wookies don't live on Endor and Cartman saying it like to make fun of him. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I could see that being a thing though. He maybe maybe he even did it on purpose. Like he knows that they don't live on Endor and he did that just to make him say it so you can be like like <laughs> I doubt it cuz I feel like Cartman is just ignorant to everything. Probably. So Kyle makes fun of Cartman's mom for being on the cover of Crack Horror Magazine. That's right. <laughs> this is even like when you find a lot more about the promiscuity of Eric's mom. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like they're figuring out the lived-in world that they have yeah. here with, with it. I feel like they were playing and they were like, oh, well, we'll keep this. Oh, we'll keep this. We'll pull this. And we'll, like, make this a bit more, like, exactly. of something. Yeah. Yeah. Give it some yeah. sustenance. They've, they've got something here, yeah. Kenny's arm falls off. That's normal. And Mr. Garrison is like, Kenny, keep your hands and arms to your sail. <laughs> Cartman's mom is decorating the house with a very spooky, I was terrified, a poster of Nixon. Yeah. On the front I door. Mean, 
That's a good one. It's a good one. It's pretty scary. Scare everybody off. Yeah, scare me. And the coroner has fully turned at this point. There are full-on zombies at, at this point now. They're just going down the streets, talking, wanting brains. They're green. Right. I do like that Cartman's mom, like, kind of looks at them like, oh, yeah, it's nice costumes. Like, there it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she's just kind of oblivious because she's just, like, decorating the house and thinking that, like, it's all fun and stuff like that. Well, I always wondered, like, if the zombie apocalypse does happen on a Halloween, would people be ignorant of it and think that they're just people in, like, costumes and cosplaying and... There's got to be a crappy zombie movie about that, right? Where it starts... Like the only, on Halloween. I feel like the only way... If, see, there's like two things. A lot of the times in zombie movies, they don't have it where zombies don't exist in the world, so they don't really know about them or like any lore behind it and all of mm-hmm. that. So a lot of the times it just happens and like they're all very like confused by it. So would it be in a world where zombies do exist and like the person goes, oh man, I love your zombie costume. And then they just kind of walk away and then the person eats somebody like that's what I would expect. <laughs> well, if you want to write that screenplay, Rachel, we can certainly do that. Uh, day, night, no, that would be, I mean, it could be, it could be Halloween of the dead, but I was trying to do like day of the dead, but what's, what's a, what's a Dios de dead los on Halloween? But what's that? What's, what's, how do you say that in English? Like, a day of the day dead? of the dead, right? Yeah. yeah. So day of the dead of the dead. I like that. Day so of the it's dead a day of the, of the dead celebration, but then a zombie outbreak happens of it, and we call the it day dead of the dead day of the, of the dead. dead. No, I like yours better. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> folks at home, let us know which one we'll write. We'll write that screenplay. Dios de los muertos. De muertos. Los muertos. <laughs> We kind of did a Lisa Simpson there. That was kind of a <laughs> Jeremy Zion. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So I do have to stop you here, Rachel, though, because I find that I, I'm fascinated by this thought. So you're saying in the real world. Yeah. In our universe. In our in our universe? What, like where we live yes. in? Okay. Yes. The one that we live in currently. Yes. Okay. Not in, you know, the alternate universe that we will one day or have. Sure. The Twilight Zone, if you will. <laughs> If a zombie ap- uh, apocalypse, yes, an outbreak happened on Halloween, would you be able to tell? I think not right away. Potentially, yeah. It would depend on how it begins. Does it begin with rotting corpses, freshly dead? That's a good question. You know that thing as right. well. Patient zero type of thing. I would think that the second that someone bites another person. Or attempts to no, eat them. No, because I think it would end up being like, oh, rabies type of thing. They would just say it was rabies. Look. Okay. Like that episode of, <laughs> like, like the episode of Community, where like that is the, Pretty the way to get around it. They've, they've done know. this before, I, I, like the bats I, in feel, Africa, and then they call it like rabies again. Like there's like a lot of different things. I feel like if, and this goes for anything, if <laughs> I see like a creepy clown on Halloween, like a, somebody... I don't know if it's I ever I avoid happened. everybody on Halloween, but... But I feel like somebody <laughs> will get shot one day because they're going to be, like, stalking down the street like a zombie or, like, Mike sure. Myers or whatever, and someone's going to just be like, nope, fuck it. I don't know if it's real or not. I'm just going to... And then before the person Shoot goes, first no! They're going to get shot, yeah. Yeah. So I could... I guess it depends, but again, we'll we'll write that screenplay and see see if we can figure it out. Or like, what if it was like at a haunted house, like one of those houses where they like they can chase you and like 
grab you and stuff and then like the zombie out oh man and like the one guy who's like supposed to be a zombie actually has like the sickness and then dia de los muertos de los muertos is coming along quite swimmingly so we have one group that's at the haunted house that's right. one's at a hollow uh, a costume party one guy's just watching well, tv yes that's the chef character he's right. like watching a, a thing by himself yeah i like this and there's like some breaking news about like like some sickness that's happening you know so go to our patreon and our kickstarter <laughs> so that we can get this anyway okay that was a lot that was a good <laughs> segment where where the hell are we all right so she Cartman. sees them she sees the zombies and they start eating people yeah so she likes their costume she's singing the most wonderful time of the year and the zombies just start eating people cartman takes advantage of kenny at the lunch table by taking his pudding because kenny's not doing anything right he feels like i can just take his pudding (laughs) i mean yeah he pretty much is like well if you're not gonna say no i'm just gonna ask this question and then take it oh yes cartman you can't take my pudding so folks at home i it's clearly a bad allergy day when we're recording this. <laughs> so Chef comes by, dressed as Evil Knievel. He asks Cartman what the hell's he doing. He's like, he told me I could have the pudding. Not realizing that he's talking about being dressed, you know, as, dressed as, as Hitler. Yeah. There's an innocence to Cartman in this because he truly does not understand why it's a problem because he's an idiot. Right. And he, maybe he saw him and he like saw like, oh, he's got a lot of power and he's like an interesting character from like history. And then... As time goes on, Cartman is just a terrible I mean, racist you, anti-Semite. Yeah, <laughs> but but at this point they're they're playing it more like he doesn't. He's get just it stupid. Yeah, but like why like why did his mom sew the costume his, for him? His like, mom's why, a moron. Yeah, his, too, and yeah, his mom is everything a moron. That, that he wants. Okay, you're right. So you're she right. doesn't think about it. She just does whatever he wants. Very true. Principal Victoria debuts here. This is the first scene from Principal Victoria. Was the is the principal for the South Park Elementary School for. A couple of decades before she's ousted by the PC principal. She says that Chef has a nice Elvis costume. And I love the back and forth here between yes. them. Because Chef says, why the hell would I be dressed up like Elvis? And she goes, well, why the hell would you be dressed up as Evil Knievel? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, like, big why, deal. Why, why would you like, Knievel? why did you get offended by Elvis? Like, <laughs> What in the hell are you doing dressed up like that? Isn't Kenny's pudding? Hello there, children. Oh, love the Elvis costume, Chef. Elvis? I'm Evil Knievel. Why the hell would I dress up like Elvis? Why the hell would you dress up like Evil Knievel? Anyway, I hope that you kids are... Ah! Eric, God bless it. What do you think you're doing? Hey, he said I could have his pudding. Ask him yourself. That's right, Principal Victoria. It's okay with me because Eric is key. <laughs> I just love the little quick back and forth. And then oh, Principal yeah. Victoria is like yelling at Cartman too so she drags him away to like to show him yeah, to teach him. why yes to give him a teachable <laughs> moment and he squeals like a pig basically he's like me <laughs> about it he After does this, it is like a he does squeal like a pig when he it's yells like a pig yeah. yeah huh Kenny bites Clyde. Yes. And Kyle and Stan are like, "Oh good, Kenny's back to normal." Yeah, I guess because he's eating, but like he's eating your friend. Like that's not a good thing. That's not, how is that well, normal? Know, I took it more as, like, it's impossible to tell if, you know, because Kenny is Kenny. So, like, it's just a normal thing for him to be doing that. Yeah. So, Principal Victoria makes Cartman watch a movie about Hitler, which, of course, Cartman loves. Yeah, he thought it was so interesting. as Hitler. And after it's over, (laughs) and after it's over, Cartman wants to watch it again. 
yeah, cause he's doing the Zigheil. He's saying Zigheil and all that stuff. He's 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 a little fat turd. He I mean, is what, such what a turd. Say? He is such a turd. He's for wanting to be the turd. dictator turd. Like, come on, can do we have to? I do love that this, there's the smoky the bear, or I guess it's Puffy the bear. Oh, is it? Is he called Puffy the bear? It says it on his hat. It says Puffy the bear. Well, it <laughs> I, says I, I Puffy, like that, uh... right? Oh, okay. And it looks like the forest fire, Smokey the Bear, right? Yeah. And he says dressing but, like Hitler isn't cool. <laughs> dressing like Hitler in school isn't cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, why, I like that, why Puffy I the like Bear? I like that he's branched out to be a spokesperson for not dressing up like oh, a, okay. a Nazi. Yeah. Interesting. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like he actually is like, oh, I you know, I'm going to go into other videos and yeah, like he's, help he's with helping other in things. other ways. Yeah, oh, exactly. That's nice. So, Principal Victoria uh, is like you have to take the, off the costume and he's and Cartman's like, but I have to win the candy. So she tells him, "Well, we'll just make a new costume for you then." And she's like, well, let's see what we can do here. Because she's got a big, thick Minnesota accent. Oh, yeah, she's got a big, thick Minnesotan accent. So she's like, oh, what do I have around the office? And then she finds a sheet. And makes him into a ghost. A ghost. But it doesn't look like a ghost. I mean, it looks like a ghost. It's a scary ghost costume. Except for the hat. I mean, it's definitely scary. it. It is definitely a scary costume. The top of it comes to a point. Yeah. So in the commentary, Matt and Trey were like, they think the KKK is, ex- so it looks like a Ku Klux Klan outfit. Yeah, if you so didn't understand he went from, what you were going he went for. One, he went from one terrible thing to another. And in the commentary, Matt and Trey talked about how they thought that the KKK is just super funny because they're like, it's like, how fucking stupid is it where it's like, we're going to dress up as ghosts and scare black people. Like, it's just the stupidest thing. It is kind thing. of a, a silly idea. Yeah, it is very, yeah. it is very silly. They were like, yeah, if you do it right, fart jokes and, and the KKK is very funny. Like, it's just, right. like, you they just think it's hilarious. Because yeah. it's like, how fucking stupid are you people? The infection has continued to spread. The kids are in the costume contest now, which is being judged by Sally Struthers. Mm-hmm. Sally Struthers was in some sitcom in the 80s. I cannot remember which one. I think, she's like I a... think they say in this. Is, is it, it is like it, Family um... Ties? Yeah, I think it's Family Ties. Wait, no. It's not Sally Struthers. Sally Struthers is in Starvin' Marvin. It's Tina Yothers. Oh my god, they have such, like, the same name. What the yeah, flip? it like rhymes. Okay. It makes me think that they yeah, picked both of those because they sounded similar. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Tina Yothers was in Family Ties. Is that right? I'm trying to see now. I think so. I thought that's yeah. what he said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so she I think it's Family, yeah, it's Family Ties. I never watched Family Ties. I might have like seen episodes, but I never like was like watching it, you know? So I don't even know like who she really I is. I don't think I, yeah. I, but I mean, it's just a sitcom from the 80s. And it's something that they like to do is just pick out a, a random celebrity. So they're like... Yep, she's in. She's judging this Halloween costume contest at this elementary school in right. South Park. Chef is scared of Cartman's ghost costume. Isaac Hayes does a great little like scared yell here because he realizes it's a. Yes. <laughs> Cartman, Cartman's like, man, my costume must be great. <laughs> crap out of Chef. Oh my god, I'm such Car- a scary ghost. Such a scary ghost. Yeah, so scary, you guys. <laughs> Kyle has made a costume of the entire solar system 
complete with it's honestly working. really cute it's a pretty good it's costume a cute actually costume so folks at home as we did with we've talked about how different halloween costumes for you and your family during the holidays or during yeah during the holidays yeah that's halloween's <laughs> holiday the working model of the solar system would be a pretty sweet yeah that'd be pretty you rad. could be the sun and then it all like rotates around you it's very cute yeah i mean chewbacca of course but yeah, the solar right. system one, pretty good. I mean, I guess you could do like the Star Wars solar system, and then you could have a little Chewbacca like planet. and yeah, little little Kish- Chewbacca's Kishik. on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're so... saying all these words, and I'm just like Tatooine. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got I one. got it. Second place goes to Kenny for his Edward James Almos costume. Rachel, I don't know, you know whoever is. James almost is. Yeah, no. look him up because you'll get the you'll get why that was a joke when once you see him. Is it just because he's like old and kind of like pocky? It's I, I think it's because he's like super pocky. Yeah. Okay. So he looks like he could be a his, zombie. His skin is just really like divot. Terrible. Yeah. Yes. It's so I don't know how to like terrible. explain it. It's just kind of like you know bumpy, and, like yeah. ridged. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good joke. They will make an even more of, like, a just flat-out Edward James Almost parody later on in the series. Of course which they we'll will. To of course they will. First prize, however, goes to Wendy for her Chewbacca costume. Which doesn't make any sense. It's so stupid. Yeah. It makes no sense because despite having the same costume as everybody else. Right. It's very odd. This is where Kyle says, up yours, teeny others. Right. Which- the guys found out that teeny others, I guess, is in a was in a band or something oh, back okay. in the day. And she would use that as, like, the opening clip. Really? she thought it was funny. Yeah. Oh, so that's so fun. She Up was yours. a good sport about it, yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so random. I'd be like, oh, they actually put me in their show. Really cool. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. decides to keep it. Yeah, she got it, yeah. Good for her. And, and worst costume. Sport. Yeah. <laughs> and worst costume goes to Stan for his stupid little clown guy costume. <laughs> And I love that the, the, that he goes, all right, children, let's all point and laugh and stand. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. I like that yes. that's like a tradition. I feel like yes. they should have this yes. all the time everywhere. Like, okay, who has the worst costume? And then worst point and laugh at them. Worst costume gets point and laughed at, yes. Next next yes. Halloween party, this is what has to happen. You have the best yes. costume and you have the worst costume. Only with costume. adults, though, folks. Like, only with adults. Yes. Don't, don't point and laugh Not at children. Not children who don't know what's happening. Okay. Unless they're in on, in on it. If they understand If it, they understand that they have the worst costume and that was their plan. Okay? Yes. Don't be but, mean to children. <laughs> yes. Please do not be mean Unless to children. They're little Unless turds. they're I was about to say the same thing. I'm Unless sorry. They're fucking turd. You know, like carpet. I'm glad that we had the same I'm glad that we had the same thought process. Like, don't make fun of children. Well, you know what? If they're little turds, there's a, like dis- there's a disclaimer, yeah. <laughs> Everybody have... knows a little turd child. Oh like god, this. there's a lot of little turd children out there. Stupid little turd yeah. children. Stan. <laughs> Stan is mad at this, of, of course, course, because he's, he's mad. Fun of. And Wendy's like, "You no, don't worry about it, Stan. You'll feel better when we go trick or treating." And he's like, "I don't want to go trick or treating with you. You screwed me over and right. made me look stupid." Right. Everybody's like making fun of me, and it's stupid. So then they go to Bob for apples, and Bebe gets to go first. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just put the clip of Garrison saying <laughs> this line. Okay, children, let's all gather around and bob for stupid apples now. 
You go first, baby. That's good. Just use those mouth muscles like the girls in Beijing. Braids. Wait your turn, Clyde. I don't even know what I that means. I don't know what it means. I know what it means, but I don't know what it means. Like, yes, yes. We all know what like, it means. Why, why is what it the it girls mean? in Beijing? <laughs> Folks at home, why is it the girls in Beijing? Why is it so specific? It's so specific. So anyway... Kenny bites baby and Mr. Garrison is like, wait your turn, Kenny. Yep, that's it. No, it wasn't Kenny. Oh, it's Clyde. You're right. It's I'm Clyde. sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Because Clyde. Clyde, like, Kenny is patient zero in this, so he doesn't turn, like, full zombie. Wandering around. He Wander only bites zombie, it when he feels right? like yeah. it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't bite the boys because he's like, these are my friends. I'm not going to bite them. But right. I'm going to bite, like, everybody else that we go trick-or-treating with. But, like, so, when I get hungry, I'm going to eat somebody else. And then he yeah. kind of, like, is satiated for a little while. But it's like, the other zombies seem to just be, like, zombies that are just, like, constantly Total craving. Yeah. yeah. So a guy tries to bite Chef. And he tells him that he has pink eye. And he's like, get the hell away from me, Johnson. I don't want your damn pink eye. And <laughs> I'm he gets assuming like a neighbor, right? <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of his neighbors. And he starts watching TV. Again, why this episode just stands out to me as like quintessential first season. Like this is South Park to me. Yes. Is there's a news report and they're like, they're like pink eye, like pink eyes running rampant throughout the city and it's causing mm -hmm. mayhem and destruction. And he's like, Commie bastards and screw that little wussy space station. In other news, a pink eye epidemic is now sweeping the town of South Park. Here with a live report is a midget wearing a bikini. Thanks, Tom. Already more than half the townspeople here in South Park have been infected with the pink eye virus. <laughs> that just, that is so it's South so Park. It's so South Park. It's just so random. And that's exactly what the reporter is. It's a little person wearing a bikini. It is. Like, yep, there it is. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Here I am, live in Main Street. Yes. Yes. So the, the town is being destroyed by zombies. They are calling it Pink Eye. And Chef's like, there's no way that that's Pink Eye. I know exactly what He's that is. He's seen this before, is what yes. he says. And I, I, I'm so, I want the backstory. I want the backstory yes. on, on how Chef has seen this before. <laughs> they could have done an entire spinoff series of Chef's Adventures. I would love that. Isaac Hayes didn't Wanna become leave. a Scientologist and, yeah. and then die. Yeah. The boys ha have their little pumpkin buckets, which I thought was very cute. Oh, I, I love that. It's adorable. Are these still a thing? Because when we were little kids, the pumpkin buckets were a thing. I think they're still the same. I think they have, like, the pumpkin buckets and all those types of yeah. things. Yeah, we even I had the one so. that looked like a hand, and it had, like, the bag. And I think they still use those even, right? Or maybe I'm just, like... I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, a lot of kids I just carry like, like a random like bag now. But yeah, I didn't like the the hand with the bag. I liked the pumpkin bucket. Oh no, I, the pumpkin I bucket was, is cute. Yeah, the bucket was better in my opinion. Or you just have the random opinion. kids with pillowcases. Pillow you know, cases. just grab your pillowcase. Yeah, I don't get a lot of trick or treaters anymore, so I don't really know just because yeah. of where I'm at. But sure, I think it's very talking... mixed. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's still very mixed. So they make fun of Carmen's mom again. Kyle shows up. He's now dressed as Dracula. Yeah, he, he changed it. This he, is his third he costume. He changed his outfit again. I don't know why he didn't just come as the... I guess because he didn't think it was good enough. Yeah. Because he didn't win the costume Because he didn't win, so now he's like, well, I have to be something else. They're 
are going down the checklist, I like that they said that they're bringing a taser for people that give them crappy treats. <laughs> I wonder if they were given the taser for, like, you know, weirdos I that, bet, like, attack yeah. them, but that's in what they were interpreting happened, it as. Like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah. <laughs> that's what I think, too. But I think Stan's mom was like, and take this just in case you need it. And instead of thinking, oh, just in case somebody attacks like, us or tries to kidnap me. Right. He's it's... like, oh, yeah, if somebody gives me, like, an apple, I'm going to tase him for a... Right. For <laughs> like, a how candy. dare you? I don't want a yeah. pencil. Like, what is this? Can't even eat this. <laughs> Kenny comes, too, because he... Of course he does. Real, this is, knew this he had his plans. This were his plans, yeah. yeah. It was in his head. And then Wendy comes by, because Wendy was planning to go trick-or-treating with the guys. They're, like, mad at her, of course, and she's like, oh, I didn't keep any of that candy. I gave it to starving kids in Nairobi or something like right. that. Right, and she just wants to go trick-or-treating with them. Like, that's what, what yeah, she she doesn't do. even have her costume on anymore. She's just Wendy yeah. at this point. Yeah. And Stan is like, I don't want you to come. You ruined the day for me. Right. And they walk away from her. And as they walk away, the zombies attack Wendy. Yep. I, I don't, goes- see, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad that she got attacked with me. I mean, the the sad part is is that, I mean, the funny and ironic thing is is that Stan did tell her, like, to drop dead or, like, I wish oh, you were that's dead. Oh, right. And yes, then I'm the zombies attack her. Yes. But. <laughs> yes. Very, very cinematic. Very narratively that's done. That's right. That's yes. right. Very good. Chef goes to the doctor telling him that it is not pink eye. And the doctor's like, well, maybe maybe the pink eyes just made you delirious, chef. But you yeah, think like that he ex- like expects zombies. him to have it. Yeah. Yeah. And chef's like, no, 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 no. I'll demonstrate that this is this is <laughs> that they're dead. So and, and, the, a, and the doctor has a patient in the room. There's a patient in the room. So chef walks over and he just pulls this guy's arm off, and he's yes. like, see. And the guy's, like, ble- like bleeding out. And yes. the doctor's like, well, actually, that guy was just here for his annual checkup. Yeah, he didn't have pink eye. Like, oh, sorry. And he tries to put the arm back in. Yes. But the guy just bleeds out and dies on the floor instead. But Chef's, like, on a mission at this point. I mean, honestly, with the zombie apocalypse, you can't worry about these things where you accidentally pull, yeah. pull somebody's arm off. You gotta keep yeah. going. Yeah, you gotta just keep going. If you, you're, gonna, you're gonna kill a few alive people, but if the zombie apocalypse is there, you just gotta... You, you just know, gotta keep you going. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Keep trucking. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's Rachel's motto for the zombie apocalypse. Keep trucking. <laughs> so then we find out that the first people who came in with Pink Eye were the morgue people. Chef must be trying to put together a theory here, or... Chef is thinking we might have to go to the morgue to see if, like, we might be able to find something there. Right. To figure out what's going on or how to stop it. As they're doing this, the zombies attack the doctor's office, and Chef jumps out the window to escape, and the doctor's like, don't worry, get, make a line, I have enough topical cream for all of you. Of course. But they, they attack him anyway and, and take out the doctor. The boys are trick-or-treating. Yes. And... Kenny bites an old lady who had Sweetie Pops. Of course. So took a Sweetie Pop away. It may, this whole episode and just talking about them going trick-or-treating and stuff. First of all, I love the fact that they have an episode where the boys just go trick-or-treating. Yes. And all of this is ensues. It's making me so, like, sweet tooth for candy. Oh, my God. It's it's like, so hard not to, like, want some candy now every yeah, time. Like I really just want some candy. And Chef goes to the mayor who is sleeping with Barbara. <laughs> 
doing they're, something they're, with well, Barbara. Having sex with Barbara. Yeah. They're doing some sort of sexual act. Yes. And there's a big pile of money on the table. And they ensure, Chef, that it has nothing to do with the Japanese mafia. Right. Not a thingy dingy. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there, but Yeah, that's that's something. a whole other story that Yeah, that's a whole other episode that they've never made. That's right. They dismiss Chef's crazy idea that there is zombies. Of and course. he says, Oh to hell with you both and he just leaves. So he can't get help from the mayor or the police, so he's gonna have to do it himself. That's that's what they're setting up with with Chef here. Exactly. They go to another guy's house for trick or treating. He's got some sort of peanut butter yum yums. I figured I like think, this was yeah. not this was made up. Well, it, it sounded it, like it one of those sounds kind things. of like it's um, I mean it's got to be like a nutter butter or something, right? Oh, a nutter butter. You know where it's uh, like I could go for a good nutter butter. <laughs> I love nutter butters, <laughs> folks at home. If you want to send nutter butters to the sh- to shelf life, you do that. Yeah, that might be what it was. But Kenny instead bites this guy too. Of course. And he starts like just nibbling. He, oh yeah, on he's this like guy's this one. Yeah. yeah. He's, I love the chewing noises that like the crunching noises that oh, they yeah. make with it. Yeah. And the boys have no reaction. They're just staring at him. They're, they're annoyed, like, actually. Yeah. Because they're like, <laughs> Kenny, like, every time that we're gonna get the candy, you just eat the person. Like we wanna get the candy. Right. So they tell Kenny that they can't he can't trick or treat with them anymore. And they move on without him. Right. They go to the KKK house. <laughs> so I guess, I guess the clan's having a meeting at somebody's house. They're having house. a party. So well, it's Halloween. You, know. you think that they would dress up for? Maybe it's a meeting the... and then the party. Yeah, that's true. So their costumes cool. are on underneath their their clan costumes. That which which we do see in a future episode. Okay. Of South Park. So there you go. So see? That, yeah, there you go. It's canon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean they are. They are idiots, so maybe they just thought that they could get away with it. Oh, yeah, know. maybe that. Yeah, maybe they just are dressed up. Yeah. And yeah. the clan, folks at home, remember, are cheap bastards because they only gave well, they only gave one tootie bar to Cartman. Cartman, and they only gave one to Cartman. That's it. So yeah, they're like, yeah, these cheap bastards. Yeah, of course, because they think Cartman is not dressed as a spooky ghost. They think that he's dressed as one of them. Right, so of course he's the only kid that's going to get one. He, they probably wouldn't have given any of them anything. Yeah, that's a good call. I don't know. Well, I mean, Cartman's previous costume, they probably would have given him something too. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. But you're saying if a normal person came up If a normal door, person, yeah. they would have slammed the door in their face. I don't know if they, yeah, I don't even know like, why, why they, they answer it. it. Don't even answer yeah. your door. <laughs> they make it to chefs who answers the door with chainsaws all right as you should it is a zombie apocalypse yeah he is in ash he's in ash versus the evil dead mode with the with these chainsaws i do love that he thinks that the zombies would you know ring the doorbell though too yes (laughs) yes that they're they would be ready and willing to ring the doorbell for sure Chef tells Cartman he's going to whoop his ass the next time he sees him for wearing that, but for As now, he like, should. inside. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need, we, we have bigger fish to fry, and then I'll whoop your ass later. Right. So Chef is packing weapons to go to the morgue, and he tells the boys, like, we'll go with, because we know that something's going to happen at the morgue. And the boys are frightened, and there's a little fart joke to break the tension. Of I like course. That. You got to do a little fart joke to break the tension. <laughs> I love I love even in that fart joke that they all like start laughing and Cartman's like it was Kyle it was a Kyle like it's something that's very observed of like little kids or yeah it was definitely a little men in thing. their mid thirties that of fart course. in front of each other yes 
they're in the morgue and they're saying focus on Cartman's saying focus on the candy. Remember the candy because they're like right because they're scared because now they're going to like well it's creepy and. They're also like, we need to stop the zombie apocalypse because if everyone turns into zombies, they're not going to give us candy. That's right. So we need to stop this so that we can get back to priorities. This is Halloween. Kyle finds a copy of Crack Horror magazine. (laughs) Of course he does. (laughs) With Eric's mom on the cover. As she was. Yeah. As we as we know. Yeah. As we know. Yeah. And Chef's like, you better give me that, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) Not to get away from him. (laughs) Yeah. And they find the Worcestershire sauce. So they find it, you know, left there. And they're like, hey, this seems like odd to be in here. It says on the back of it, it says, don't use with embalming fluid. So they really should have, they really should have been paying attention to that a little bit more. Maybe they need to make that like bigger, you know. Yeah. Brighter. Make that, make that more of an alert for sure. Yeah. So as they find the sauce, the zombies break in. They start to try to get out, but the zombies are like surrounding them and they're like, chef, chef, help. And then they realize that chef has been turned into zombie Michael Jackson. That's right. He's, he's wearing he's, the... All of a sudden, he, he the second he was bit, he turned into Michael Jackson. Yes. Yes. With the chef's it hat. It did not take, didn't take any gradual thing at all. <laughs> he just, yes, he's chef as, as thriller Michael Jackson. Does the thriller dance and everything. It's, it's yep. kind of fun. He does like he a whole sings. routine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. A chef song, but he does it as Michael Jackson. The boys run out, or, or like a wall breaks down or something here, and they find a phone, a payphone, in the graveyard. Yeah. Very odd just, spot for uh, Just it. a random payphone. Yeah. And Kyle calls the hotline number, but while they're doing that, Stan and Cartman are like, we'll take care of the zombies. And they begin to use the chainsaw and just chainsaw down some zombies. Right, chopping the heads off, doing all they this, need to. I thought this was a lot of fun. Like, just watching the gore and just how gruesome oh, yeah, it was to just watch them, like, chopping them all up with the chainsaws. I thought this would have been, like, a good video game level. Yeah, I could see that being a video game level. Absolutely. Zombie Chef, meanwhile, while all this is going on, is just looking at the Crack Core magazine. You know, as his brain remembers, that's what he would be doing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle is on hold while this is all happening, and zombie Wendy comes up, and Stan is hesitant to kill her. Cartman's trying to convince him that he should, because she's a zombie now. Right. In the meantime... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking, because I'm like, well, Cartman could have just killed him her for him, but I feel like he's trying to make Stan do it. That's true, yes. I think he wants Stan to do it as some sort of... Cartman, you know, you it's know, Cartman, so yeah, right. it makes sense. Kyle finally gets through with the Worcestershire sauce place. Worcestershire. Did I say that right? I think he said Worcestershire. Yeah. And the Worcestershire lady tells Kyle not to just go around decapitating zombies left and right. Welcome to the Worcestershire sauce customer service hotline. For Worcestershire sauce recipes, please press 1 followed by the pound sign. For Worcestershire sauce product placement, please press 2. If Worcestershire sauce has been used as embalming, please press... Nobody screws up my trick or treat and gets away with it. Sweet. Worcestershire sauce emergency hotline. This call might be monitored to ensure you the highest quality service. How may I help you? There's a bunch of zombies here. Please hold. Wendy. Finish her, dude. She's a zombie now. I know, but 
But, come on, Stan. Remember how she dissed you at the costume contest? Hey, yeah. The regular source, the first thing you need to do is make sure that you do not just go out and start decapitating zombies left and right, do you understand? Do not start decapitating zombies left and right. Uh, okay. Then what? So then yes. when he finally gets through, they like, you know, the specialty. This, like, woman's specialty is to deal with the zombie Exactly. Outbreaks. And, like, the first and... thing she says is, like, well, first off, do not just start chopping heads off. <laughs> yes. The solution here is that you have to kill the original zombie. Right. It's kind of like a vampire yeah, lore here. Yeah, and all the others will turn back to normal. In the commentary, Matt and Trey are like... That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. That's, like, stupid. But that, like, who cares? Like, no. it doesn't have to but make But you sense. went with vampire lore. It's totally fine. Yeah. It's a Halloween he... episode, guys. Yeah, it could be it whatever. It doesn't need to make to sense. Be. It doesn't. Because they said that they didn't know how to end it. Because they were like, we need everybody to turn back to normal. But they had no idea how to get it there. So Yeah. And he asks the Worcestershire lady how to tell who the original Zabby was. And she just starts going on a spiel about, like, we know that you have many choices in the Worcestershire. Zombie. So he just hangs up on her. Right. Kyle puts it together because he's like, wait, Kenny went to the morgue when yes. that thing fell on him. So he saws Kenny in half with a chainsaw yep. right down the middle. After he does that, all the people turn back to normal. Even the dead ones with their heads Even the dead ones. And that's the best <laughs> thing is like all the ones that they killed already, they turn back to normal, but they're just dead. But they're and, just like, dead. That's Body so parts great. everywhere. Not green anymore. It's great. Yeah. It's so great. The kids are like, great. Now we can go back to trick-or-treating. And there's just blood and bodies everywhere. Wendy apologizes to Stan, finally. And Stan's like, all right, you know, we're cool. I get it. And then Wendy's like, maybe we can kiss now, Stan. And Stan, of course, Just vomits gets sick. Yep. And in the closing scene of the show, the boys are lamenting Kenny's death at his grave. Cartman was very Cartman in this oh my God. scene, especially, too. Because he started just bawling yes. and crying about Kenny being dead. Yes. He's kind of faking it because, like, he just immediately is like stops and is like, "Well, all right, let's move on." Stan is trying to say that he's learned what Halloween is all about, and he's like, "It's about giving and this and that." <laughs> and and Kyle's like, "No, that's what Christmas is all about." And Stan's like, "Well, what is Halloween all about?" And Kyle's like, "Costumes and candy." That's right. And it's like, yeah, that is all Halloween is about. It's just supposed to be about costumes and candy. I mean, typically, yeah. If you go, if you go back to and the actual like movies. lore of Halloween, yeah. like, yeah, of course, there's actually like you know the Day of the Dead, like we were talking about before, and there's actually like stuff going along yeah, with there it. There is but actual stuff. Yeah. The the hallmark Halloween <laughs> that we all know is yeah. scary movies, costumes, and candy, and scary podcasts. That's right, like ours. Yeah. so they make fun of his mom one more time and how she took those pictures like a month ago they weren't like from when she was young or anything and they walk away kenny's hand pops out of the grave for one last scare but before he can get out of the grave and the angel statue next to him falls on him and then a plane hits him yeah I thought there was going to be more, but it was just oh, it was like those one, two. One more thing would have probably more been thing. good. One more thing. Right before like uh, the, the credits ended. That would be great. Yeah. But that is the... It cu- cuts immediately to the credits, which I love that it's just a very, very immediate cut to the credits. Yep. And that is the end of Pink Eye. So, Rachel, what did you think of the episode? What did you think of Pink Eye? I think it's a fun Halloween 
episode. I, I like this one because it's zombies. I've always been like into like the zombie stuff, and it's 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 like a really silly way of it happening. But you know, it it should yeah. be. It's South Park, so I like yeah. it. Zombies can be overdone, especially in our modern culture. But of course, done, done right and done well, zombies can be a lot of fun. Oh yeah, I really, really like this episode. I, I almost said I love this episode. Ooh, this is. It's going to be interesting to see where this all shakes out in the rankings at the end. For me, I can vividly remember. I don't know why, but I can vividly remember watching this episode for the first time in my friend's basement. Oh, I, I don't know that. if that's a fake memory or not, but I feel like I that's where we watched it. Sure. And for me, this is like the first like classic episode. I think that this episode is a lot of fun. I think it's goofy and silly. I think it represents the best parts of those type of episodes of South Park of being goofy and silly and still like having, you know, parody and stuff like that. The guys, Matt and Trey, because they were like, weren't confident in the ending. They thought that people weren't going to like this episode. They thought that people were going to think it's, it's like, they were like, I guess it's like a bad episode. Like we're, we're, I guess we're going to have one. It's one of those weird one-offs that are just going to be like, eh, throw away. And then people generally think that this is a very good episode and and i like me like yeah well i mean i, I like that really it's like a great. themed like episode too so it's like it's just fun i think this is a very very fun episode of, of south park so folks for those of you at home hopefully that this is you know becomes part of your routine i think i think this one is a a rewatchable one for halloween for sure Hopefully that this this part of the podcast the is yeah is part of your seasonal listenings as well. Okay, so Rachel and I have to get headed over to that costume contest. Did you figure out what you're going to wear yet? Well, I think I have something. Okay, yeah. you're not going to tell me what it is. No, it's a surprise. I'll, all right, I'll tell you what I'm going to wear. Okay, what are you going to wear? Chewbacca. <sighs> of course you are. <laughs> so, all right we're gonna head out to this contest we'll be back though next time with more south park okay get get do you have the costume are you i, I, we, I, we I have go. it i have it two tons of candy rage i know Come on.